I will cut you if that goes off again. Just so we're clear. Turn off the buzz, man. I'll turn off Look, the buzz, buzz. Whoever this girl is, she, can, she, she can surely wait. You can tell her you're doing the nerd word and it's far more important <laughs> than anything you've ever done. Okay? And she'll respect you for that. Exactly. Um, girls expect... <laughs> can't make sense. I was say girls respect nerds who go on podcasts. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> hey, Anthea. Episode 8 of uh, The Nerd Word. Um, we made it to 8 episodes. Um, we have a bigger group this week as well. And we also have some people missing. Um, I'm unfortunately missing my my Wookiee. Um, Chewie is away uh, for a few weeks uh, on Where business in India. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, um, he's gone to Mumbai. You have many stories to tell us, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. As Hope, hopefully not involving Halo Wars yeah, and blowjobs. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, um, and Nick's going to tell us all the stories about all the deadly creatures that tried to kill him. Yeah, because he... <laughs> I mean, Australians. I, think... that, I, mean, I should use the proper name for Oh, that. is that what Nick is? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Nick is in Australia as well. Uh, who else? We had Alex last week. He's uh, going to be on at some other point, I think, but not this week. It was great. He can take my place next week, because next week I go to the US, seeing as everyone's flying off to a couple of places. So, yeah, to basically, um, to to fill the gap, I had to resort to the King of the North. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Andy's back. Andy's back. I I actually have no life, that's why I came. Uh, that's why I'm here every week. Um, so yeah, so we got Andy this week, um, which is great because that means we get to talk about some No Man's Sky stuff because I know you've been playing it a lot. Um, we also have a new guy this week. Uh, we have Tom here, also known as Pledge Breaker. Um, say hello, Tom. Hello. Was, I, I broke no pledge. Though. He 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 broke a pledge. Which Don't pick on my beautiful boy. Which, Leave him alone. Yeah, he's <laughs> which, still innocent. Which was to be on the podcast what? last week. Um, we also have. Hi, I'm Issei. I'm, cro- I'm, a, I'm a vaping vegan crossfitter, apparently. <laughs> yes. It's good to see you all again. Um, he does martial arts. I do martial arts. You should ask him about it. Do you do martial arts? I do I never knew until we started doing this that he did martial arts. Or vape. Oh, God, it begins already. Um, and we also have um, the smartest man in the room. The true king of the north. That can't be the introduction. That can't. That is that is your introduction. Every week I'm just like, we need Jim here. He's super smart. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I've never met anyone with a greater knowledge of Lego games, especially when they you know they actually bother to re-record the audio. Really, I've never met anyone less afraid to call out people's bullshit when they get that information wrong. (laughs) Really. Um, cool. Um, so, uh, what did our nerds do this week? Uh, let's start with Jim. Oh, right. Um, what have I done this week? I've done not much, but I did watch all of Stranger Things on Ooh. Netflix. Has anybody else watched Stranger Things it's yet? It's still on my list. I it's haven't watched it. I've heard really good things about it's it. It's really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of, it's, so it's a, it's set in 1983, and it's in the style of like early Spielberg, or yeah. or well, there's tons of like direct references to other like 80s movies. Yeah, I've heard they've, they've like filmed it in that sort of way as well. So it's not yeah. like 2016. That's it. It looks yeah. like a Spielberg film, um, right? Okay. But it's also like just the setup is like your core characters are these four like 11, 12 year old kids, just sort of 
and the like direct standby me references in there as well. But it's all that stuff doesn't drag you down. It's still just really really good, um, and it's definitely like nerd applicable. I mean, it's, it's sci-fi horror anyway. But like the first thing you see pretty much is like these four kids sat around playing D and D, and it's like yeah, yeah. good and, stuff. And actually, and I think at one point they play Dungeon, mm. the board game. Yeah. Well, the kids sat around playing D&D. That's how uh, E.T. started, which obviously is a Spielberg film. Yeah. The kids were sat around the table. Yeah, I've heard there are a lot of throwbacks in Stranger Things. Yeah, tons of it. But yeah, it still works really well. Um, and and yeah, I was kind of like, we got up to the last episode last night and I've been looking forward to it because like, you know, it had a really good build to a climax and then I was kind of started thinking, well, why am I excited about this final episode? It's a final episode of a TV series. That always just means a bit of running around and then a cliffhanger for season two, right? That's I shouldn't be looking for a resolution. But actually right. there's a lot of resolution. It almost all ties mm. up. It's oh. really nice the way they like wrap it up as a story and then just give you one little hint of like so, ah, but, so right. it's a good show oh, from start to cool, end. Man. Yeah. It's pretty so cool. Definitely recommend it. Save save your recommendations for the end. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a section where you rec- where you recommend stuff. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh you say. <laughs> Um, what did I do last week? Uh, I played more GTA Online. Really, really liking that. Um, I I dabbled a bit more in No Man's Sky. Just, just right, a okay. Uh, a game you've refunded twice. I have refunded it twice. Uh, this time I played it at a friend's house who then Steam shared it with me. Okay. Um, more just so I could really get a fully fleshed out opinion before I just basically throw it to the to the side and say, you know what, whatever. This is whatever it is. Okay. Um, but I'll talk about that more in depth later. Uh, um, other than that, the usual, you know, martial arts. Oh, and, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. You know, just stand there in my in my outfit with my vape. You know, eating mm-hmm. my vegan snacks. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Really, it's been a really busy week. Actually, really, really busy week. It, it occurs to me that last week we did have Alex on, who is a vegan martial artist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, As you were making all your vegan jokes, I was like. Alex is really vegan. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, he deserves everything he's got coming. Uh, well, you know. Something about a, you know, a Satsuma and an Satsuma. Well, he, he fired in my mouth once. <laughs> That's a story for another time. Yes, it is. Uh, Tom? Uh, I finished reading the original novel of Jurassic Park. Um, oh, cool. Fantastic, fantastic book, uh, particularly if you've seen the film. Nothing like it at all. Nothing like it. No. Um, Hammond's an arsehole, isn't he? Oh man, and is not he? just he, ours. He is, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hammond is an asshole. And what is it with Hammonds? Yeah, what is it? Those bloody asshole Hammonds. <laughs> you, you do find quite a lot of times in films there's a Hammond, and he's absolutely a dick. Yeah, I don't know why they get yeah. that impression from real world Hammonds. Yeah, the only Hammond I like is Hammond eggs. Do you want the show over? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, I uh, also went to see the theatre production of Women in Black on Saturday. Um, haven't seen the film, haven't read the book, so went in with a completely uh, blank perspective. Scared me shitless, so I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say that. So innocent. <laughs> <laughs> it's been running for years, hasn't it? It's like, it has. Yeah. How long it's been on? Since the eighties, apparently. But what? no, it was. Um, ah, okay. Who'd you go with, friends or? I went with my girlfriend. Hey. So even more embarrassing. He's, he's taken ladies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please, please don't send in your personal pictures and phone numbers. Please Thank do. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy, what have you been doing? Um, let's see. I took this week off. Um, went back to the north. 
uh, went back to Leeds. Uh, How are your subjects? <laughs> subjects are fine. One of, okay. one of them uh, went into labour. Um, oh, wow. So you went fast. <laughs> 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 oh! So, oh, yeah. She, He's already gold. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. But, you know, you've only got a limited time up there. Um, so that was quite nice. Um, came back um, and then played some of this obscure game called No Man's Sky, which I'm sure no one's ever heard about. But I've heard of a game called No Man's Lie. No, no, one's, no Man's Sky. I think, really? I think you'll find it was No Man's Buy. Uh, uh, so no Friends Sky. <laughs> played a lot of that. Uh, He's two for two. Oh, well done. <laughs> what else happened? Uh, Chewie spent the entire time trying to bug me to watch uh, Mr. Robot. The hell it's called. Yeah, he likes that a lot. A yeah, he really loves it's that. It's a good show. Um, it's pretty good. It shouldn't be the kind of thing people are really like banging on it yeah. so much. It's, like, it's good fun. And uh, so then I decided that I got a little bored with No Man's Sky, so I started to watch some of Voyager as well. Oh, really? A little bored with No Man's Sky? What a surprise! Uh huh. Interesting. Anything else? What else have I been up to? Uh, I drank an absolute ton of red wine, actually. I'm that's, surprised my liver is still alive. That's, that's not nerdy. I was about to say, how come he gets to talk about red wine? <laughs> about what is this? Um, Fair that's, enough. That's because that's the first time I've ever mentioned it. Uh, I'm not allowed to mention it again. Go on, Andy, stop trying to act cool. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at me getting drunk. Huh? I'm too cool for no bad sky. I'm too, I drink red wine. <laughs> anyway, um, this week, uh, what did I do? Um, I played some No Man's Sky. Um, I also cool. went to see a show down here in London. Uh, I went to see. Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, <laughs> oh, was it good? No, oh. no, it was not. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and I also played a bunch of Minecraft last night, which was actually really, really fun. Was it really good? Uh, it was, was really it... nice to go back to that after No Man's Sky, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I, I was playing with people, which was nice. Yeah. But... Nice were, were you or were you not playing with JB? I was playing with JB. Was it not in of itself its own source of comedy? It, he, he is... He is comedy. He's the gift that keeps giving. I murdered his horse. Oh, what'd you do with all the leather? I wore the. Oh. I wore his skin. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's a real game. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's move on to new releases now that we know that none of us really have great lives. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself, man. Oh, I also started the 22 Kill Challenge, raising awareness for veteran suicides and PTSD. That's very noble of you. I also played some Divinity Original Sin. I forgot about that. Ooh, how is it? How does it hold up? I really like it. I really like it. Console uh, or PC? I'm playing on PS4. Because mm. uh, it was cheap in the PSN summer sale and probably still is, actually. Uh, okay. And, yeah. It's, I think, do you know anything about it? It's sort of... No. Yeah, I, I kick-started back in the I day. Mean, uh, I'd compare it to Baldur's Gate just because it's like in lieu of anything else. But it's, yeah, kind of isometric, top-down, four people in your party. Okay. RPG. Um, and yeah, it's it's quite a nice kind of modern take on that because it's it's you know isometric, but it's not fixed focus isometric, so it's full three D and you can zoom in and spin around, and so it just looks gorgeous. It's lovely to play, mm-hmm. and it's pretty well written. Um, it still means reading a lot of text off your telly, which you know is kind of odd. It didn't feel right. as odd doing that kind of thing on a PC. It feels more odd doing it on a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've kind of nailed the control interface. That's pretty good. Inventory management is still a pain in the ass, but there always is for any like Baldur's Gate style RPG. Yeah. Or like No Man's like, Sky. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a fun time. Okay. But, but I'm also kind of aware that I'm just 
filling the gap before I get stuck into Witcher 3, which I've got sat there and played. And then, oh, yeah, then I'll, if I put this down and go into Witcher 3, I'll never come back to it because it's not that difficult. Right, okay. So I've got to get through it first. What, okay. what, I, what I really love about the game is how deceptively deep it is. Like, there are all these little mechanics that you wouldn't think they'd bother to put in. Like, if you, so for example, you know, you, you can pick up crates and, and barrels. Yeah. If your character's strength is high enough, you can pick up crates and barrels, you can lob them at enemies, and it's just a, like an insta kill for really? most enemies. Yeah. Like, literally, you can pick up a barrel full of water. Lob it at an enemy. If it doesn't kill him, it'll spill water out everywhere. If you use lightning on him, it'll just send lightning all throughout the spilled water and, and take out any other enemies. It's really, really yeah, a great piece of. I can do that in No Man's Sky. It's oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I doubt it very much. <laughs> um, okay, new releases. Um, quite a big week actually. After weeks, finally. Of, of oh my god. Nothing. Um, well, we had No Man's Sky, but that was like the one title. Well, that's a tiny um, fart. Of a release. Okay. Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Yes! yes. Okay, so Finally. we've got some people that are excited for yes. it. Yes. Why are you excited for it? Because um, I didn't like the Human Revolution. Human Revolution. That's fine. You, so you I, can like what you like and not like what you You see, you I didn't start playing Deus Ex until Human Revolution. Right. Um, I heard about the game coming up and I was like, I'm pretty sure I've heard that name somewhere before. Then I went back and I actually played Deus Ex, Deus Ex Invisible War, then played Human Revolution. Right. Um, and the build up and then playing that one I was like this is brilliant they've kept within mm. the same sort of style they've kept you know all the proper uh, mechanics and everything are there and it worked really well and yeah. I loved it okay. it, it, it controls you to a degree gives you a small area to work in but I think that mm. helps when you're you just wanting to jump around and it is plot driven you know it's not yeah, like a, it's absolutely. not meant to be a free roaming go off and do what the hell you like half the time it's like you've got this mission to do but you can do your mission how you yeah. want to do Okay. Um, it's it's interesting because I've often found that human revolution has come at a time when gamers expect a lot more freedom and a lot mm. more choice in their actions. So some of them are like, oh, you know, I want to be able to sneak past all the bosses or or use strength to yeah. bust down a door. Whereas Deus Ex the original came out at a time when people were used to games like Doom, where they were used to having choices. But yeah. De- but Deus Ex the original, you could sneak past bosses. You could just sort of like pick up a giant crate and be like, oh, there's a hidden path there. I can just bypass all of the combat. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, it's really ahead of its time. Fair enough. Fantastic. And graphically, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the graphics on it. Invisible War, let down. Invisible War was a let down. That sort of idea never appeals to me, though. It, like, it really reminds me of the time I had with Crisis 2, mm. where you could actually stealth through all the major battles. And suddenly it was like, oh, this is just a walking simulator. Now I'm just walking <laughs> from the start of the game to the end of the game and not actually playing any of it. And that, I don't know, does it feel like that? Uh, well, I. <sighs> In, in Deus Ex Human Revolution, you can go invisible, but it's something you unlock much further down. And I think in the original Deus Ex, you couldn't turn invisible. So it wasn't like, oh, just turn invisible, run past enemies. It was like, no, you need to time your sneaking right. You need to, you know, and okay. if you don't, it descends into combat. Um, really hard combat, actually, in the first game. Um, but yeah, 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 a couple of shots when you were out. You couldn't. Yeah, it, it was really was fantastic. Keep it going. Great legacy. Really, ha- I mean, despite all the gaffes of like, what mankind divided all the all the marketing PR gaps that they've had. Yeah, I've seen yeah. some of them like just Ooh. they didn't they play on the whole Black Lives Matter. Yeah, thing? Org, org Lives yeah. Matter. Yeah, they had promotional art with with one of the org people holding up a sign saying Org Lives Matter, and everyone was like, "Could you uh, not? Could you not reduce our very very important social movement into something you can use for marketing materials?" But you know, and then there was another gaff as well. Well, ah, yeah, they. Uh, I think it was the, the term they used for the setting of of. Of mankind divided originally was I think it was digital apartheid. And it's just mm. like guys, just mm, yeah. nah. 
That it feels like they're trying to ascribe it more importance than. Uh, well, I mean, it is very much the, the the game is very much set in this future where people who have chosen to undergo augmentation are seen as lesser beings, you know, um, right. because of the events in Human Revolution, yeah. and it's sort of like a, a precursor to Deus Ex, um, the original. Um, so there's that's what they're shooting for, but you know, instead of it being subtle and it sort of evoking the feelings one would have of being part of a sort of crapton social group, they're just like, you know what? All lives matter. Digital apartheid. But I'm very excited for the game. I have loved some of their like their adverts and their campaigns though. I mean especially the, yeah. um, the like I mean um, the proper live action stuff that they do. Yeah. Um, a very good the viral, very the well viral ads the viral where they put up yeah. the, like, the websites for like bionics and stuff yeah really really yeah. good and they have gone all out so that's one so yeah I'm, I mean I'm, I'm re- kind of super hyped yeah I'm really excited because it looks great and and the original Human Revolution was actually so it was a first person RPG with you know all those elements it was actually coded on the same engine as um, Tomb Raider Legend right yeah, yeah that makes okay. sense um, I know it's crazy it doesn't really make much sense um, because I think they'd they tried to get a new engine ready in time for New Revolution, um, Square Enix, and they just couldn't. And so then they were just like, all right, use, use Tomb Raider, here we go, use Tomb Raider. And they managed to turn, you know, third person, jumping, swinging, shooting guns into what is essentially a much more fleshed out, in my opinion, mm. much more fleshed out sort of technical engine world, whatever you want to call it. Anyone Very else, excited. Anyone else going to play excited. it? Obviously, you guys are going to play it, Tom. Um, I've never played any of the Deus Ex games. What? I mean, you weren't born when when it's it true. Came out, well, so. I mean, you are yeah, you were a, yeah, you are still a baby, so you know. Uh, but I've always loved the cyberpunk aesthetic of it, and I feel like steampunk is played out now. Really, mm. there, there's too many games and too many franchises that try and cash in on the whole steampunk thing. Mm. So. I, I think it's a nice ref- refreshing change to have something like Deus Ex out there. I don't think there is anything like uh, like it out there at the moment. So, I don't know. Mm. It's been a while since I've sat down and played a game from start to finish. Yeah, maybe this is the one. What would you play it on? <laughs> is this a loaded question to no, tell everyone honestly. that I play an X- on Xbox One? Boo, <laughs> boo. No, that's fine. Whatever you want to play it on. I mean, <laughs> you were the golden child. You were, uh, exactly. Um, you were the chosen you one. You were the chosen it's one. It's a noble co- console, man. Oh. It, it, it tries. It does try. Yeah, it does try. <laughs> um, She's the interface. Yeah, I've never played Deus Ex either. Um, really? I, I that really shocks me. Because, you know, I was a PC gamer in the 90s. Yeah, and just, yeah just kind of passed me by. That um, genuinely surprises me, Jim. Because it, it, it seems like the kind of thing you'd be into. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Some of just never quite grabbed me. You are so, smart. So. Yeah, very smart. Yeah. Do you need to be smart to play it? No, but it does help with understanding a lot of the concepts. Oh, Oh, I like this. This is good times. This is Um, is a salty wing. It does does deal with a lot of really sort of complex ideas, you know, like, you know, determinism, free will, um, what it means to be human. Oh, there's nothing worse than determinism and free will in a video game. Bioshock. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And like, um, you know, it deals with things like, um, you know, uh, like the H plus movement, you know, transhumanism. What does it mean to be a human? Uh, and if if what it means to be a human isn't biological in basis, can machines and AIs be called humans, etc., etc.? It, it dealt with the unit lo- have a soul. Exactly. So it's well, just like Blade Runner again. Pretty much. Yeah. Actually, actually, yes. Yeah, yeah, the original Deus Ex is a lot like Blade, Blade Runner. See, in the nineties, I did play the Blade Runner PC game. And that, that was, was amazing. amazing. Really underrated, really good. Yeah, oh, really? really good. Yeah, yeah. You should, that well, that. even if you don't want to play the, the modern ones, I think I think you get a kick out of playing the original Deus Ex game. Mm. It's very cheap on Steam; it's like three pounds, and you can get a HD pack for it. And pretty sure it's on my Steam collection already. 
Oh, he's got even less excuse. I know, I know. Yeah. My question was, you know, I think I'm like 30 games shy of 1,000. It's obscene. And it's all bundles and stuff. Right? Yeah, same, same. Yeah. I mean, uh, so the 39.99 I got from refunding No Man's Sky is going to go to Human Revolution <laughs> when it right. comes out tonight at midnight. Okay, fair enough. Um, the next, the next, next release yeah. is Madden NFL 17. Oh, great oh, football. Oh, yeah. Which... I'm sure. You thought you'd bring sport up in a room. We all know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what, Tom? What do you think about football? Well, American, American football. American NFL football. Couldn't care less. Oh, Couldn't there, care we less. Oh, there we go. So, um, that's we'll move on from that. I mean, it's great for those who want to buy it. Let them yeah. enjoy the renewed I mean, licenses and new players. The, the physics inside it is quite, is quite they good. Are quite and the funny. animation is very, and what, very good. And when it goes wrong, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's hugely hilarious when they're running through the air. But, um, if you want... Am I right, brothers? If you want a 500 gigabyte Xbox One S and you live in the US, then you will be getting that game as you pack in freely. Oh, oh, really? oh, oh that's good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so all of our US yeah. listeners, of yeah, which all, I'm sure there are many, 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 many. All two of them. <laughs> Hello have, to you. We have one? Well, that, you know who you are. Who is it? Remember we have one US. You can, cut it, you can cut it out afterwards, just in editing. Who is it? Farissa. Oh, Farissa. Anyway. Shout out to Michael Farissa. Yeah, you can't get out now because we love Farissa. Yeah, yeah, we love Farissa. Yeah. Right? We do love Farissa. Do you remember She's when great. they launched the Xbox One and they were always like, you can watch TV or play sports or watch TV or play sports? Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm basically let's, a lot Let's time. not talk about those dark times. None of us fell <laughs> for it, except for Tom. Except for Tom. Except Tom, for Tom. <laughs> I, did, I did have a PS, uh, an Xbox One. I was going to say PS One. I've I got an Xbox, Xbox One. One well. I used to have an Xbox One, um, but now I sold it because I had my PC. So it was kind of... I just want to say, my first, my first, one of my first ever encounters of Farissa was we were, we were talking about martial arts she grabbed my leg to basically throw me on the ground. Terrified the absolute crap out of me. Because she's, 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 even for me, who's, who's someone who's not very tall, she's a bit shorter. So just to have her grab my leg and almost completely throw me on my back, I was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> um, and I knew immediately, this is a cool person. We do miss her. Yeah, um, absolutely. AOT, Wings of Freedom. What? What does AOT stand for? I don't know. Any other business? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what AOT stands for. Um, you put it on. You put it on. I did put it on a list, but I was so uninterested in it. But does anyone? Wow, know really? Is? Okay, hold it's on. Aerial Overwatch Turrican. Is it really? What? Oh, is it a Japanese what? shooting game? What the hell? Uh, tornado. Aerial Overwatch Tornado. Wings of Freedom. No, it's oh, not. It's some... not. It's Attack on Titan. Oh, shit. Oh, is it's it? Attack on Titan. Oh, that yeah. would make more sense. Fucking anime snuck into an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Attack on Titan Wings of Freedom is a video uh, game yeah. based on blah, 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 blah. Look how cool we all looked not knowing it was anime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's going to be listening to the podcast like these motherfuckers. Scrolling <laughs> his eyes. Um, do, are any of us going to buy Attack on Titan? Well, Wings of Freedom? Who wants to play? I believe it's uh, I'll say this. PS4. Really? Yeah, PS4, Vita, and, and some other ones as well. I will say this, Attack on Titan is all right. All right, all right as an anime and a manga. Um, but, I mean, what does it bring to the table as a video game? PS3, PS4, PS Vita. That's you know it's not going to be good if it's Oh, Xbox, the Xbox One and Windows. Oh. Yeah. It's definitely going to be good I'm, I'm moving on. Assetto yeah. Corsa. What? 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 Bless me. Can I talk Um Yeah, that's another game that's coming out this week. Well, we could say it again now. That's a driving game. Assetto Corsa. I, it sounds oh, like yeah, that sounds like a driving game. game, yeah. Is it a driving oh, game? God, we, all, we, we are all terrible. No, no, listen, I expected listen you guys doing the research. <laughs> we, you know what? People are probably listening to this just imagining us as a massive room of fat, sweaty nerds because we're just like, driving, sports, what, I mean, what's that? I don't know, it's worse than that. Yeah. Tom, 
Assessor Corsi, <laughs> what do you think? You're the coolest one here. By whose estimation? By all of ours' estimation. Yeah, we, you are the youngest you and are therefore the, the most hip. Exactly. You've got your whole life heading. Your, 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 metabolism, yeah. your metabolism hasn't crashed like the stock market did, you know? Yeah. Well, as a young man, I, of course, I instantly know what a set of course of... I told so, you he would, you know. yeah. Um, fuck knows, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's a realistic sim racing game uh, made by some Italian people I've never heard of called Cuno Simulazioni. Do you hear that? Cuno Simulazioni. Hey, you know what? I thought you were Becca Grillo then. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's coming to PSVR, apparently. Oh, that might be cool. That actually might be cool. Although, I mean, from what I've heard about Drive Club on VR, it sounds like you're not going to need anything more anyway, because that yeah. sounds like it's going to be awesome. So. I wonder, as it's made by uh, by Italians, I wonder if it's going to have that Euro jank. You know, a really terrible... You and your Euro jank, Euro jank's a real thing. You and you, you played the Technomancer... You and your Euro jank racism. If, if you played Technomancer, you felt Euro jank. Hmm... <laughs> Lords um, of the Fallen, you're a drink, baby. Mm. Next up, King of Fighters, 14. Yeah, I might check that out. Yeah, yeah I, I think I'll probably have a look at that. I, I know Nick will. I mean, yeah. I, I die in every, like, I cannot do yeah. at all. Wow. Even even though I grew up during the era of Street Fighter and yeah. Mortal Kombat, I cannot play. Uh, about arm wrestling games, are you any good at arm wrestling? I'm really good at arm wrestling. Games. <laughs> oh, really? In fact, me and Issa had an, uh, another. Uh, I saw your uh, wrestle earlier, and I won again. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, okay. Uh, quite I think we should go again. We should go again right now. <laughs> we can't touch the table. Um, so oh, is, it, is it a true new King of Fighters, or is King of Fighters? No, it's, I don't think it's a true new one. The new one is is going 3D, and it's currently in development. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think this is like a. Making some more taking of what well, I mean, clues in the name isn't it? Fourteen yeah. is it the twenty fourteen edition re released? No, because SNK isn't SNK anymore, is it? Like SNK, SNK play more. SNK is owned by a Chinese conglomerate. I yeah. Oh wow, they own the British Steel Exchange and. What would you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, with all the steel makes into yeah, a game? I mean, is it? I'm thinking somebody else who did SNK basically. I mean, SNK SNK are now known as SNK Play More. That is, pre- they're predominantly Pachinko. Is that right? Oh, I'm not sure. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Pachinko yeah. is Out, outside of massive. Japan. Outside of Japan, it's hard to keep track because Sega is Sega Sammy, and they do. Oh, they do Pachinko. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, is I'm it Sega Sammy? Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, obviously Konami are basically all like, "Hey, do you want to do you want a new game, Silent Pachinko? Hill game or like a new Metal Gear game?" Yeah. Uh, Pachinko, hit the lever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just looking at the game, it's um, it. I think it's actually the one that's been in development since like 2014. So how about how about out of ten? How much out of ten? What do you mean out of ten? How does it look out of ten? Um, what does Wikipedia give it out of ten? <laughs> yeah. uh, Wikipedia out of ten is fourteen. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it looks alright. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, uh, it's got well, some swishy little graphics. Yeah, I'm glad good. it looks okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, King of Fighters has never been the fighting game mm. premiere experience. It's it's for its audience. Yeah. you know, I you know, I, I, well, like I remember King when it was premiere experience when like really, yeah, because it was like that was the one that you could get the real game in your Harris City. You were going to fuck out on a Neo Geo, oh, I guess. Of course, That's why yeah. Because I remember like yeah. you, you. So the time that yeah. was like for the true hardcore. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, like that's how I've touched like, the 90s. fighting game scene. I thought you would have been down with that late nineties Harold Boys. That was. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I played a lot more. Um, I played a lot more Marvel vs. Capcom two. Yes. I love that. I, in fact, before I knew about Onslaught in the comic books, I played Marvel vs. Capcom two. Saw that Xavier was the final boss, and was like, "What's what's going on? This doesn't. Why is Xavier the bad guy?" 
Late late nineties Harrow Boys sounds like a great album. <laughs> I would buy that album. Um, next House up, of the Dead. That's what I played. World's Magic. Planar Conquest or Planar Conquest. Yay. Where have you even got these from? Are you listing like little shitty Steam releases now? No, like, no, I'm, I'm listing like, like this Steam is releases. like MV, MCV's release list basically. Right, okay. for, see, I, I, for this week. see, there are some Steam releases that are much better than these games yeah. that I'd much rather talk about. Well, let's move on to the last new release. Okay. Worms WMD. Can't wait. <sighs> Everyone loves a good Worms game. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's a long time since I've really got away. Do you know it's not that I don't like Worms games, I just can't play them without becoming super salt. Like when I play them, like I used to play them with, with two friends of mine and, and my wife, and I would just get so salt. Why? So, God, my worms! Was you not good? Yeah, I wasn't good. Right. Well, there we go. <laughs> so I get super salt. I just that. No, in fact, this is the problem. I was so good that they'd all eventually just gang up on me and be like, well, how's this fair? How's that this is fair? the biggest flaw with worms is it's got that full ability to... And I'm worried about the new Pokemon for the same reason, actually. Really? But I think where well, there's four people are playing. If you all just want to be a shit to one of the people in there, you can totally do it. Oh, and gosh. that looks like what the four-player battles in Pokemon Sun and Moon are going to be like. And I'm worried about okay, it. Okay, so we basically need to get Nick playing. Pokemon again, and yeah. then we can gang up on. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, we can sabotage him. No, I don't think. Well, yeah, that's a good point. He might actually. <laughs> what if one? What if the person on his team just keeps using Growl? <laughs> no, I can't just keep using Growl because that would debuff the other team. I don't know something. Anyway, uh, let's move on from new releases to news clip. Um, there's a big thing that happened today that um, I thought was kind of cool. Um, so you've got a conference coming up on the seventh, is it? Yeah, September. Yeah, uh, for their PlayStation announcements. Hopefully, However, hopefully Neo and VR will be. Well, we've already know about VR. Well, VR's got a complete Neo. date. Neo is surely what they're going to mention. They said that's surely they, they until it so late. until um, somebody sold a PlayStation Slim on Gumtree, uh, which for, for our one American listener, Gumtree in the UK is that a second-hand. Yeah, it's Craigslist basically yeah, it's Craigslist. for the UK. Um, so yeah, like this um, this PlayStation Slim. How the fuck did he get his on hands on it? PlayStation 4 Slim. PlayStation 4 Slim, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Somebody sold a PS2 Slim. I'm wow. Wait, where, did, where did you sell it from? It was Bolton. Oh, so it could just be a fake. No. Oh. There's been pictures now of it booting up. Okay. There's pictures of the box. There's there's the lot. It's the yeah, real deal. Sure. How did he say you got hold of it? Hmm? How did he say you got hold of it? Well, I, he bought it off somebody on Gumtree. No, but how did the guy in Gumtree get old? Well, I mean, Bolton's close to Liverpool, right? And yeah. Sony has... Are you trying to say that Liverpool's full of thieves? Sure no, 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 they <laughs> have. That's what we're doing. We're just huh? saying off Liverpool now. What? You're just saying Liverpool. You're trying to say Liverpool's full of thieves? Is that what we're doing? No. But apparently you are. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, no, Um, they still have offices there. I checked earlier. Okay. Damn, son, doing your research. Yeah, me and me and uh, me and Robin uh, had a had a look, and yeah, it turns out they've they've got an office there. Is that your phone vibrating there? Say, put it, turn it off, man. There's a girl texting me. Sorry, I will. Is that why you keep taking out the plane with it? Jesus Christ! Oh, listen in. I drink red wine, and I've got girls texting yeah, me. My yeah. name's Andy. I'm You've cutting got no them off. <laughs> I, I I will cut you if that goes off again. Just so we're clear. Turn off the buzz, man. I'll turn off look, the buzz, buzz. Whoever this girl is, she, she can, she, she can she, surely wait. You can tell her you're doing the nerd word and it's far more important than <laughs> exactly. anything you've ever done. Okay? And she'll respect you for that. Exactly. Um, girls expect... <laughs> girls. Can't make sense. Okay. <laughs> so girls respect nerds who go on podcasts. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. 
Have the Sony PlayStation then. Yes. See, my first thought was, well, maybe that's just what the Neo looks like. But then you mm. said that it's definitely not that because you've seen a box. Yeah, yeah. I saw a box and earlier. What's the box I think. Uh, the box says. Let me uh, bring the it up. Says, 100% original device, no steel. <laughs> Not bricks inside the box. Exactly. Um, but I've seen the pictures as well of it next to a, a PlayStation 4. It's not that much slimmer. Right. I think if someone was going to make a fake PS4 slim, they'd make it a lot more slim than that. Mm. It's, it's honestly like like that much slimmer. Well, on unless you were trying to make a fake PS4 slim that you had to fit in an actual PS4 inside. That's true, you know, yeah. That is yeah, but then you'd just do it in such a way that the camera didn't see behind it. You'd have the gubbins behind it. Mm. Well, just no, if you want to the box. Uh, I don't know. If you want to be able to actually sell it, oh, well, uh, oh yeah, 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 have it be running and workable, but you've just you just made a new case for it. That's Where is it? Who does that's that all the time? Where they go and they just they mod consoles. Yeah, they just like turn them into laptops. I've seen that. They've no. Uh, right there, you go. There's there's a picture for you. Okay. Tom can't see, guys. Stop being mean. Uh, <laughs> um, they got they got the PS4 and they squished it a little. Yeah, it's Basically, not that like much. I can see it with my own eyes. You could Google it with your own eyes. Hold on, let me see. Honestly, it's not that. It's not that much more. Yeah, no, that's nothing. That's I. Re- I really like the look of it, and I like that it's. I like that they've gone for the whole matte thing because I like consoles in matte. Mm. It reminded me of the PlayStation Three Slim in mm. terms of the material they've made it out of. The little sort of, I don't know, the little sort of lip rim mm. thing that runs around it um, reminded me of. That if you guys ever owned a, like an Apple Airport, yeah, uh, it reminded me of that a little bit, but in black, which I thought was quite, oh, quite no. nice. Apple's gonna sue them. Mm. And why, oh, yeah. why are you liking it so much? And you might just be massively disappointed now when it turns out to be an elaborate hoax. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if it does turn out to be an elaborate hoax, I I already own the PlayStation Four, so I mean, I'm not. <laughs> That's true. I'm not too much. It's like you're holding out hope. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, who so, who would trade in to get one? Well, it really mixes things up. This because all right, so September seventh, the announcement, and mm-hmm. I figured. They're trying to avoid what Microsoft have done. They're trying to announce Neo as late as possible before Neo hits shelves. So mm. I figured, announce it September seventh, get it out by the end of September. Maybe oh at worst, God. get it out, get it out October thirteenth, which is the same day as PS PSVR, which apparently runs like shit. better on Neo anyway. So I thought oh, that sure. was going to be what happens. Well, but now, and the other thing as well, actually, Neo Games. I don't know if you know about this already. Neo. I say that too much, don't I? Neil. I don't, Neil. You know about this already? No. Neil Games. Um, <laughs> as of, you are the smart one. As of September this year, I think Sony have said that's the point where every game that gets published on PlayStation needs to have a Neil version and a regular version on the disc, basically. Cool. So that starts, like, next month. So the console must be pretty how soon they, after that. How are they going to... I mean, I'm guessing some of the coding has to be the same, though, because you wouldn't be able to fit the information. Well, the coding is definitely the same as the assets, isn't yeah. it? You know, like mm. oh yeah, upscaling. What, what, and yeah, pushing, well, no, yeah, what, yeah. no, 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 it's not upscaling. No, it's not just like you change, you change, it's like, yeah. but it's you change. It's like with the PC, you don't have two separate installation folders for all the different resolutions. You just go to yeah. the options and yeah. change the, the rendering resolution. Yeah, so Probably the the on the on the game disc it detects you know, what console you're on and then picks the specific rendering resolution. I mean, we've all got PlayStation 4, so I don't think we're going to change, but now, now, Tom, however, made a massive mistake when it came to consoles, his console choice. (laughs) Tom, would you be tempted to trade in your Xbox One for PlayStation 4 Slim? Well, let me tell you why the Xbox One is the superior console right now. By all means. (laughs) I can get the WWE Network on it. (laughs) Get that on PlayStation 4. Can you actually? You can. Okay, yeah, fuck that. I'm going to trade in probably just for the VR. Yay! Good lads. Because I can't justify a um, two grand setup for a 
uh, Vive and a decent PC because I, I will admit it straight away. I'm a casual gamer. Um, I would use it once once a weekend maybe. So to have a cheaper option with the mm, PSVR yeah. will be yeah. absolutely so, ideal. So it's VR that's hooked to you. Yeah. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I just spent a grand building a computer that can do VR, and now I've still got to spend seven hundred quid on VR. Oh, hurts, yeah. doesn't it? It's, I, I actually it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was sort of talking to Anthony about getting like because my computer's already ready. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I'm a PC gamer predominantly more than anything else. Um, so I was talking to Anthony about getting a HTC Vive for my birthday. It's my thirtieth. It's a big one, and um, as the price went up, I was just like, oh man, you know what? Fuck that. That's too expensive. <laughs> shit. Um, plus, we've got one available to us, you know, that we can all use. That's a good point, actually. Um, yeah. Tom yeah. would like to have a go on it. Yeah, so right. maybe yeah. before you leave tonight, yeah. you can have a go. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. I would say it's pretty amazing. For me, it does. It sort of wears out after a certain amount of time. Maybe. Uh, I'm so it, 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 love it. Yeah. Uh, but can I go back to my industry theories, right? Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. I want to hear this theory. Go on, Jim. So Neo, in theory, is maybe around September because that's when the games are going to support it. It would yeah. not make sense for it to come out much later, mm-hmm. unless. Sony are having second thoughts after the Scorpio announcement and how much beefier that's going to turn out to be even though it's a year later. Two teraflops. And they're now thinking maybe they can wait another six months and tweak some stuff and maybe have a more powerful Neo and the PS4 Slim is going to be what they throw out to us in the meantime. That sounds a lot more likely. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds likely. I don't know. I don't know. Because I've read a lot of articles. I've read a lot of articles recently that, that discussed that maybe there's sort of like some internal turmoil like... Um, regarding how much more powerful the Scorpio may be than the yeah. than the Neo. Mm. Scorpio is yeah, nice. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. That's a good theory well, that maybe this is a store until yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they've got they've got the time. I mean, you know, Xbox One Project Scorpio is not going to be out until holiday season next year. So yeah. if they release it, if if it's on if it's on par, if it's got parity with the with the Scorpio, they and they release it. Year. Yeah, exactly. And they could release it at any point between now and then, and yeah. still just be like, you know what? Why wait for Xbox One? Just this. But it wouldn't be the first time that we've gone through three iterations of the of the same generation console. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, Xbox did it last year. I mean, last time. So the, you had the Xbox well, 360, you had your 360 Slim, and then the 360 model. The E model. The e model. Yeah, but none of those were more um, powerful. So this is kind of a different Yeah, thing. so um, I think... I mean, more no, like, they I became more reliable. That they yeah. release soon, because, I mean, they don't have to worry about being overdone by Xbox. Let's face it. A- Xbox has its kind of mm. core gamers, and PS4 has everybody. Yeah. So... For the, for the, for the people <laughs> that can't see... Andy is waving his hand in a dismissive yeah. way at yeah, all. Well, He's like, Xbox, eh. Go away. eh. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I used to be an, um, an Xbox 360 gamer. Me too. And, uh, yeah, me too. They Same generation. Kind of. And then ish. they went, hey, look at X- Xbox One. Oh, by the way, it doesn't do 1080, and we can't do this, and we can't do that. And PS4 just went, ha. And that kind of killed it for them. So PS4 could quite easily release the S, and then in a year's time, release the S2. And well, this is, them. you know, I mean, who was it at Microsoft this week who was talking about how he doesn't think there are going to be any more console generations? Mm. Because Phil this Spencer. Is it now. It's Phil Spencer, Sp- 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 yeah. I think, yeah. Like, well, so well, that you know, Xbox Manic One is a platform eight now, years. and it's going to be iPhone yeah. style, we'll upgrade it every year or two. But oh, it's, no it's I'm, not, I'm fine with that. But, mm. but yeah, that still doesn't really solve the other problem of if Sony have chosen to do a slim as a kind of stopgap, they've only had since E3 to make that decision can you really roll out production of a new skew in that well, length of time I they, they have a lot of underpaid yes. workforce so they, yeah they can do that <laughs> well I mean what, when, did, yeah, what, when did when did the rumours of the Scorpio first come out 
Well, it was rumoured like roughly the same time that Neil was first talked about. Yeah. Wasn't so it? I mean, if they took those rumours seriously, it could have been since then. That's true. Possibly. You know, and that's not even assuming that they've got but industry they insiders. Known, what they wouldn't have known is Scorpio launch date. That's true. Window. Yeah, that's, that's the thing true. that was news at E3, isn't it? Yeah, that was news. Yeah, so but I mean, you know, I mean, they could have they could have industry insiders. I mean, you know, well, corporate yeah. corporate corporate espionage is not is not a made up thing. Why don't we have industry insiders? So, then we wouldn't have to be sitting there speculating. That's true. So are you are you saying Sony have hacked Microsoft? No, no, <laughs> no. no. Saying they've sent ninjas. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Secret ninjas. Secret ninjas. Um, Who do you think you should, the best I mean, kind of ninjas? I mean, you know, I mean, I mean Shu, you know Shuhei Yoshida yeah. seems so nice and personable. <laughs> He's a ninja, really. Yeah. Let's um, be honest. Well, something you guys have touched on there as well uh, brings us to another piece of news in that um, the Xbox One um, Project Scorpio apparently will now have exclusives, exclusives. for it. Well, um, yeah. You know, I honestly think that even if the Neo comes out and it's weaker, people are still going to stick with PlayStation because Microsoft just can't get its marketing message right this yeah. generation. They keep ballsing up. They keep coming out and saying, look, there'll be no exclusives. Oh, wait a minute, there'll be exclusives. Oh, they're almost as bad as Sean Murray. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't understand why people <laughs> don't, are don't, don't you diss the God? It's not really evidence. There will be Xbox One exclusives. There's going to be Rift on Xbox One exclusives. It's going to be, or whatever their yeah. VR solution ends up being. I think it's Rift, isn't it? But if it's not, whatever yeah, it is. Rift. Yeah. yeah, I think Scorpio's Rift compatible. But if it's not, if it's some other solution. All you're saying is, there are going to be some VR games that you need a VR headset to use. That's yeah. all it is. I mean, it's kind of like being butthurt about the fact that, oh, Rock Band 3 is coming out, but I don't have to buy a guitar. I want it to play on my Xbox 360 without a guitar. But that's now an exclusive for the, the guitar. It's not fair. It's like it's the same argument. You know? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, we'll I just, I one. just think that, that, that well, uh, there was a song someone was singing on one of the YouTube channels I watched where it was like, what, what should you do when everything goes wrong? Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. So it's sort of an, it's just, it's just you know, Phil Spencer at no point had to come come out and say, for sure, yeah, there's going to be no exclusives between the two consoles. Whenever you play on Xbox One, you can play on Xbox One S, you can play on the Xbox, you know, Xbox Scorpio. He didn't, didn't have to say that, but he did. And now people are like... Oh, here we go. But you know what they should do then? They should just flip the switch so that you can run VR stuff on your telly, but you've got to move your telly around. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nintendo already tried that and it failed miserably. Uh, what would be a solid marketing strategy for Xbox is with uh, the Scorpio is to relabel the Hank Scorpio and put a free purple sports jacket with every console. And then uh, let me tell you, I'll be sold. We would be down your choice after that. Um, this one, I, I kind of put this next news thing in for me, if I'm honest. There's not oh, many no. times I actually do this. Oh, Normally, okay. I like to hear you guys talk. Sure, um, sure. I don't know if you guys are into it, but um, Ukulele uh, has a new trailer. Um, I'm. Do you mean the return of a beloved studio and you know their subsequent brainchild? Yes. How could we not be into it? Well, Didn't somebody recommend Banjo-Kazooie last week. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> but if anyone saw that advice and was played Banjo-Kazooie, then here's your sequel. Yeah, thanks, Shuri, for recommending <laughs> the little-known game Banjo-Kazooie yeah. to everybody. So what's Banjo, you know, Banjo and Kazooie, what's that about? Oh, yeah, well, you know. You know I've never actually played it. Really, for real? Never. You're doing a bit. No, no, I've literally never played Mandrix. Man, get out. (laughs) (laughs) I played maybe 10 minutes of it and I just felt it was ugly and gross. Wait, hang on. Whoa, whoa. Did you listen to the podcast? 
Why would I not do? I don't. I, j- I just I I thought I didn't think you would actually listen to the podcast. Jim listens to listen every week. Oh, oh, that's very, Bailey's, oh he's very very bright red. On that hot Bailey's on that day Bailey's hot. Um, filled with Jim's no, thank you for listening um, yeah I'm probably the only one this is probably going to be like <laughs> yeah. I'm going to listen to me talking about how I'm the person who listens to the podcast and who listens to it and for us yeah. but no I mean because like, I couldn't come on this week not having normal talk about last week Fair so enough. I might sound like that idiot so stuff seems all these certain no, but Jim you're smart exactly I'm meant to be the smart one <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no I mean I'm I'm interested for you because I didn't I didn't I, I kickstarted a lot of games um, I have done in my, in, in my time and luckily I've never been burnt, not mm. super badly, like some people have. Oof. Um, but ukulele, yeah. I saw, oh yeah, Jim back the ooh yeah. At least I managed to sell it on before it lost all its It's true. Oh God, See, I, didn't, I didn't take the opportunity to bring Ouya up last week oh, when Alex was here. Oh, you should have. Cause he, <laughs> he, went, the, he went in hard on he that. He really did, didn't he? And now he's just like, fuck the Ouya. He went in on that. See, I super saw the, hard with I saw the Ouya. The com- like the little mini yeah, yeah, console. I, I was going to buy that. Bring mm. back gaming to the couch. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, to be fair, I did set it up as an emulator and it worked fine as a little emulator. Oh, that's, that's and then I realised I don't really need them. Especially, so. especially when you can get a Raspberry Pi for like, what, £30? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was Which very I mean. close to buying it and yeah. uh, then I got a real console. So See, <laughs> I, I saw the Ouya and I just looked at it and I just thought to myself, that's something that's too high risk for me. You know, <laughs> like if you tell me that, so that in exile are making Wasteland 2, oh yeah. Larian are making Divinity Original Sin. Sounds good. You know, Obsidian are making Pillars of Eternity. Okay, got me on board. So did you back ukulele or not? No, I didn't. Right, okay. I mean, mainly because it was so successful. You know, like, sometimes there are games where you see them and you're like, if I back, it can make the difference and I really want to see this. Mm. So you back. And then there are some games where, like, this is coming out regardless of what I do. I'll just just There's no stopping this. So when, when, and I'm not saying that Pillars of Eternity and, and Wasteland 2 weren't like that. They were like that. But, I think I like I got there early and I was just like, oh man, man, I need three hundred thousand dollars to get there. I gotta back this. Whereas you know, ukulele I think was one of the record breaking quick ones where you know, like I I went to it like seven days after it, it was yeah. launched and I was it like, was oof, done. oof, I yeah, don't yeah. need to back this. This is gonna be out. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super looking forward to this as a as a banjo kazoo fan and as a, a fan of sort of that that era of N sixty four platformers, three mm. D platformers. Um, ukulele looks fantastic. Yeah. It really really looks something it, like it does look good just everything about it looks polished did you back just, it really no no i didn't oh, i was a similar situation yeah, to yeah. you where like i only found out about hey, it after it was done oh, right. like were um, you excited when you found out yeah oh, totally oh, like man. just really really I wish excited i could have been in that room <laughs> really <laughs> well yeah absolutely you know it's it's kind of it's really nerdy actually it's probably the most nerdy side to me i really enjoy watching big fans of different things like games and movies getting good news it really warms right. my dark dark heart you watch some weird porn dude yeah i know i do yeah but like so for example um i've really got an m64 for christmas Chris. yeah you know <laughs> what? your favorite video <laughs> it's one of them i think one of i think one of my favorite video i think my collection of favorite videos yeah that kid was me except white um i think i think for me my favorite collection of videos are like e3 reaction trailers where people are just getting everything that they wanted, you know, like the Final Fantasy VII one, seeing like the IG, I think it was, oh, the game that. trailers. I See, hated it. Seeing the game trailers stuff get up on their chair and freak out, I was just like, you know what, I don't, I think it's going to be an, a mitigated disaster. It's going to be a car crash. You can't make Final Fantasy VII again in modern day, with modern day tech and expect it to, to go anywhere. It's too big. But watching them lose their shit, I was like, 
right, you know, I, that really makes me happy that you're getting what you wanted. Same with Shenmue well, they're 3. they're not getting what they wanted. Well, they got screwed in the end. Well, well no, because then I can then I can feed my schadenfreude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like. at first I'm like, oh, that's really nice, guys. And then later I'll be like, ha, 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 It's really nice that you think you're going to be happy one day in the future. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll lose everything. And lose but I think we're missing the point here. Young Tom, did you ever play Badger and Kazooie? I actually still have it. I still have it. Oh, on wow. Respect. He is the did he get that one. when he was he born? He is the chosen like, one. So what, did he get that when he was born? It's like, you know, <laughs> big stuff. <laughs> I think so. What, what year did the M64 come out? Was it 96? 97 in the UK. So, ah, yeah, oh, right. that's way after I was born. That's fine. <laughs> he says that. I don't know. <laughs> no. Weren't you born in like... 2000. 96. <laughs> 95 oh right okay. no, I, no no no, no. no let's be honest yeah, yeah. you know when Tom reached the age of 12 his father dusted off the N64 said this is a relic <laughs> from my time son um, anyone else looking forward to it yeah absolutely um, anyone going to get it no because I, I have no idea what it is or what's going on with it uh, wow you, you suck uh, yeah, you, you, need to you, watch that, you literally suck Get on that phone, text that girl, and piss off. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is and what's going on with it, and it looks beautiful, but I don't know why I'm not hyped about it at all. Um, I'm not hyped either, actually. I was like, first, yeah, first gen of 3D platformers, loved all that stuff, yeah. and I feel like that time of my life is all really nice. Like, um, and it's still just basically collecting stuff. Yeah, but it looks look, it looks great. And like, I'm, I'm, gen- I've carried on playing I'm genuinely well, happy for you, Bailey. Honestly, when the, trailer, when the trailer came out, yeah. and... The first thing I noticed was that music. Like, the music yeah. was just, like, that the, sort the of... The rare-esque music. Yeah, right? that rare, you know, N64, 1997, But it's just music, then. Huh? Is this just music? No, but that's what I was like, oh, man, this, this Got music. Got Pavlovian yeah, responses going. Like, oh. And then, yeah, and then just, like, watching the actual platforming, it just looked br- just brilliant. Well, I mean, I'm excited for you, and, you know, it looks like it's going to be a good game, but I, I've I've got an even bigger Steam back catalog. But you, but you hope it's a failure so that you can feed off my No, 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 not at all, not at all. <laughs> you know, um, I, I do like it when Kickstarter succeed, because I think it, it sort of tells the big publishers that, you know, there is that there are things out there that gamers still want, you know. Um, it's one of the reasons why I, why I back Kickstarter, you know, much to Nick's, you know, you know, Constellation. <laughs> I love backing Kickstarter campaigns. Love it. I, you know, I think that the big sort of publishers overlook what what some games. Do you think, really it's, do you really think it's actually influencing publishers? Because I mean, has there really been a big resurgence in point and click since Broken Age? Not really. Not has really. there been a big resurgence in you know Obsidian style? RPGs I do. I do miss a good not really no. PC game. I really do miss that. Well, so just I mean, that's the, the thing. that's the thing. If if it doesn't influence publishers, then even more so, it's important that we keep supporting these small... Well, small, that's true, because we need to get Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I get Nick's point. Not everything can be Wii Sports, though. No, that's no, true. I, you know, not everything has the backing of Big Daddy Nintendo and could be such an unbelievable success as Wii Sports. So, you know, we've got to back these small projects like, you know, Pillars of Eternity, like I Torment. Nick, I did hear Nick stop playing so much Wii Sports. Really? really? He, he picked up Wii Sports Resort. Oh, oh right. well, that makes sense. sense. I, I mean, there's okay. only some... I, I mean, I, I don't know how many thousands of hours he's cocked in Wii Sports, but I guess, like, after a while, you just have to move on to the next game. I think he's just finding the challenge. Where he's perfected every event, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Mm. He, he is the Wii Sports champion. He is. Yes. He is. Um, okay, let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on. Um... Anybody watch the Metal Gear Solid yeah. trailer? Yeah, yeah, boy. Um, you know what? They, they, it's, it's almost like a beg for help. Metal Gear Solid survive. <laughs> Can it survive? Can it survive? 
Um, it's just this is what happens when you take Kojima out of Metal Gear Solid. It's just like, oh, I know. What's the most generic setting that exists? Zombies. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's Walking Dead Metal Gear Solid now. Yeah, that's all it is. And I didn't watch the trailer just... on principle. Right. Okay. Solidarity with Kojima. I'm not even watching the fucking trailer. And I'm not even like. Metal I Gear watched it and I didn't not... even. I don't. Yeah, I mean, they're wrong. I like Metal Gear, but there is a certain amount of pomp and sort of pretentiousness about it. But yeah. on my Steam on my Steam account, my re- my sort of review for MGS Five is a very 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 creative, very individual Hideo Kojima game. <laughs> um, That's it. I, it's not creative. Everyone's done it. I'm I'm certainly not looking forward to it. I'll be honest. I'm not actually a Metal Gear fan. Yeah. Um, I think they're kind of overrated. If I'm honest with you. Um, yeah. I'll probably I get see that. crucified for that. But um, I agree. Oh, great stuff. Uh, I mean, I love it. I play. I disagree with you. I, play I can one, see why you think that. Love two because you're dumb. Two was two was an amazing <laughs> game. Played two, skipped everything. Went into Phantom Pain. Loved Phantom Pain. You skipped three. Three's like one of the best ones. Skip, skip like the Snake Eater and all that. That's a good one. No, I, I, I couldn't quite handle it. I tried to play it. Um, it but is, I kept getting found. So. It is. It is very feature <laughs> dense. Like, um, yeah, yeah, there's lots of like. Oh, you gotta do this, and you gotta do that. Yeah, you gotta keep, do this. keep your like, stamina oh, up. Oh, go away! I just, I just want to sneak up. I just want to sneak up on someone and stab them in the head. That's it was what like the Vita remaster of that as well. Yeah, 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 the best part. So, and then, and then I went into Phantom Pain, and I love Phantom Pain. You know, full free roaming, all the rest of it, good fun, and just the way that you could uh, extract the sheep. And then you just go and fly up into the sky. That is true. Great. That was one of the. It was the, as soon as I learned I could do that. I was running around after goats and everything, going, "No, I must immediately extract you. I must immediately extract you." I've forgotten. You played it, Bailey. You're looking really confused. Phantom Pain prequel thingy. Oh, that was. So you didn't know? Did you know that you could extract sheep? No. That's great. Ground Zeroes. Ground Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Ground Zeroes. I tried and couldn't get off that first little hilly. You could get off the hill. You just kept getting Every time spotted. I tried to get in there, I got killed. Yeah. It, it took me a while, but no, the when you play Fun the Pain, Jesus you do Christ, like guys, do you even Metal Gear Solid? No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Have you played it, Tom? Uh, I think the only uh, Snake game was on the 3300 Nokia. It's the only one I've played. What? What? Oh, <laughs> you mean Snake. Yeah, you can. Oh. Yeah. No, no, we're going to keep that in. I vetoed that cut. <laughs> He's got to have one failed joke under his no, belt. No, that's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the thing is, is that... One of us. <laughs> I am a, I'm more of a Just Cause fan than a Metal Gear fan. Should we put it like that? Put, put like that? I like uh, going in with a rocket launcher on the back of a helicopter with a parachute. The last um, Just Cause game was pretty fun as well. I haven't played that yet, oh. either. So. Then how are you a fan if you haven't played the last game? It's been hey, he admitted himself, he's a casual gamer. Now leave him alone, he's just young. All right? <laughs> <laughs> have they released it on Xbox? I don't yes. know if they've released it Yes, they have. Console, have it runs terribly. Yeah. Just Cause 3 is, is bad. <laughs> on consoles, it's bad. No, you're being mean to him. <laughs> what, to him? No, it's bad on consoles in general. It like runs some 30, 30 frames a second. It's terrible. I quite really like bad. It went fine on my yeah, exactly. PC Master Race. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else to say on Metal Gear Solid Survive? I I weep for the series. I you know I weep for the fans. I know I know JB's a fan. Is he? Yeah, he is a fan. Okay. I think. Um, but I'm just like, well, Kojima had an amazing run. He made some great games, and now he's off to better and brighter things where he's less restrained. Although that might be a car crash in of itself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it's the it, guy from Walking Dead with a baby on a beach with a fish or something. It's brilliant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that's what I look for in the game. <laughs> well, we'll see how that pans out. But you know what? I mean, I think it's sad. I mean, remember how you felt about what Microsoft did to Rare Tiles? 
Kabanjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. Oh. That's what fans of Metal Gear Solid are having happen to them right now. So I feel sorry for them, but at the same time, maybe one day they'll get their ukulele. Hmm. Possibly. Yeah. Very nicely put. Yeah. I, I, it feels weird that you're being nice. Um, anyway. <laughs> eh. Uh, Mass Effect remaster. Uh, Looks great. like it's we, on the way. Oh, great. We get to see that horrible ending again. Oh, wonderful. You know, I've played that oh, game so much, being nice, bad, and neutral and everything, that even though it's going to be remastered and it will look lovely, and Mass Effect, in my opinion, is one of the best trilogy games that is out there, I am not going to play that again because I spent too many hours playing but, it. You know, I will totally play that again. You know what? I, I will, there's always Blue Aliens to sleep with. I, I will too. Um, even though I played the entire series on PC, which means I got basically a great HD experience anyway, I'll play it again because I've got mad love for Liara to Sony, specifically because I've met Ali Hillis and she is lovely. She's absolutely fantastic. She's a wonderful person. Very, very attractive lady, if I do say so. Um, and so I just, basically, you know, I, did you do the I met a cute lady once and that's enough for me to devote another 180 <laughs> hours of my life to doing the stuff I've done already. You know what? I think we've all wasted 180 hours of our life in pursuit of one cute lady at one time. <laughs> so, you know. The same cute lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, it, it's a good game. Up until, up and, you know, I, I would have said that up until the end of three, it was one of my favorite games. Game I just, I just don't want to scan oh, them. Oh, Mass Effect. Yeah, that's, that's a ball egg. Jesus, you're right. Weird, yeah, that's fucking if you put them all together, then it's going to really highlight how different the three games are. Cause yeah, they, they are, are very different games. Yeah. Different. Yeah. The, I mean, the change, I mean, two to three less so, but one to two, wow, yeah, what yeah. a shift. And One's two was really sort of sweet spot in a way. But yeah, I mean, I just remember inventory management in one, which is like, oh, this is 0.7% better with fire, but this is lower damage by 0.3%. What does that equal in terms of numbers? You know what? If it includes all the DLC, I'm I'm actually yeah. legitimately excited. Yeah, I'm not like, on, honestly, again. really, really excited. If they release Mass Effect One, Two, and Three together as a HD bundle, and not not to have to buy all the separate games, that's bollocks. All together, HD bundle with all the DLC. I, I'd be really into that. Like, mm. really, honestly, I I would totally play that again because, because Ali Hillis, great gal, but, but also I've, fantastic. I've game. still got all the games. I still pay for all the DLC once over. I still have my save file. I just can't imagine starting that again. And also, like, I never replay these, like, multiple ending games. Mm. I, you know, right. like, one playthrough, and that's canon. The character <laughs> I choose, the build I yeah. choose, that's me. I, I that's it, and I never want to go back. So I that's another reason for me playing. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, often, back I've, I've, I've often created a second character with the intention of playing through, and I get, mm. like, maybe three hours, and I'm just like, oh, no. I, yeah, I, I mean, did. by the time I was, like, two-thirds of the way through Mass Effect 1, I was regretting not using a female shepherd. And it's yeah, just, but yeah, like, actually... No, no, you stuck to it. I might, I might actually play again as a female, as femme shepherd, because I did play as male shepherd. But what I find is the first time around, I play as myself, so I make all the moral choices myself, and then when I'm playing again, just to see what everything's like, I do the polar opposite, and it just feels so arbitrary, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to do what I would not do. Yeah, it just feels like I'm sort of watching a movie instead, actually. In that I push that report so hard every time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Well, uh, let's uh, move on to last bit of news. Not so much news, but I just wanted to catch up with people on No Man's Sky and see <laughs> how they're finding it. Jim, obviously, I've not spoken to you about it. Tom, I've not spoken to you about it. Andy, I've not really spoken to you about it. I've been away. Bay, um, why don't you start? I can start if you want. Yeah, go on. Um, I have finished the Atlas part of the storyline. Um, obviously, I'm not going to go into details as to what happens during that, but... Um, that was pretty cool. Um, the the thing that you do at the end of that is pretty cool. Um, yeah, um, and then uh, started using black holes to get closer to the center of the, the galaxy. Um, 
I'm still going back to it, still enjoying it quite a lot. Um, again, I'll go out there and say it ain't perfect. It's certainly not perfect. Mm. It could definitely be improved. There's lots of things I would like within it. Um, but at the moment, I'm still finding it interesting to go to different places and and look at all the scenery and you know weird animals. Hang out with all your friends. Oh, wait. <laughs> yes, Tom. Yes, pound it. There we go. He is my protege. You're not invited back. Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm. I know a lot of people are giving it loads of hate, and there's people that you know saying Sean Murray's a liar and stuff. And I don't know. I don't care about that. All I know is. I think a lot of people made this game into something it's not themselves. I think maybe Sony had some some making of that in terms yeah. of their marketing. Um, but the game that I have got so far, I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Uh, cool. No, I think I'm, right. I'm honestly, yeah. I'm honestly really happy that, yeah. that you are genuinely enjoying it. Genuinely happy. I do think that that. I mean, it doesn't matter at the end of the day what I think. I mean, it it it's a value proposition that you decide. But I think you paid too much. I'm for really it. not used to be you being this nice in a podcast. There's <laughs> really? something. That, is this because I told you to leave at the start? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Um, Andy, you didn't tell me to leave. I left. I was just like, I'm gonna put up with this. I'm out of here. <laughs> I think. I think you're right. And this is the problem. They announced the game so long ago, mm. and then said nothing. And yeah. So and and it was quite an announcement, wasn't it? Yeah. It was that E3 2014 yeah. trailer. 2014 announced this massive game. This is what we're gonna do. All the rest of it. And then people have been creating videos and blogs and stuff like that. So I know that Co- uh, Cobra, which is another podcast which is out there, they do quite a lot on it. Uh, DM21 they did weekly segments yeah, on this game um, and I think you're right they blew it into something that it wasn't um, they had no information to be working off and they've wow. gone oh imagine actually, if we could do this imagine if we could do that and let's do this and let's do actually, that actually let me let me stop you there. there there is actually a website which has all of the claims made by Sean Murray and the advertisements about No Man's Sky with sources linked to oh, video I, I know, I know there's that and I know there was a lot of things said that Probably should, shouldn't have said yeah, yeah. this happened. Okay, but fine, I fine. also think the the way that people expected the gameplay to be and the way it was meant to. Yeah, okay. Fine, they've fine. made things. They've basically built it up in their own heads and they mm. put it out there and everyone built and built and built. And yeah. so there's been this massive kind of oh, is this it sort of situation? Yeah. Um, it's not the second coming of gaming Christ. Yeah, no, it's, it's not it, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> well, you know, it's show me just to die first, and then, and then we get it's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I think. Uh, I think there has been quite a lot said. I'm still playing it. Okay. I'm still 170,000 light years away from the bloody centre of the sodding <laughs> thing. And oh my God, I'm still going to do it just so I can actually get there and go, probably go carry on on the Atlas path and finally get through the Atlas path and stuff like that. But mm. unfortunately, I haven't played continually. I but have. I, I have. I, I found a couple of little kind of cool things, you know, just um, just kind of get me around quicker, stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, if you do the melee punch and X for your rocket, you actually shoot forward quite far as well, and you can jump around, and you can get around, and it's quite cool. Oh, great. Cool. Oh, um, great, you know, that's... that's I, I, I found that that's when a great I... When I, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, would, I would have hated a method to actually improve your rocket over time, but, you know, well, that's you, great. You can, you can do that. Um, okay. But, yeah, I also found that if you, when you feed the animals, they, they poop out elements. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just like two elements at a time, and I'm like, I, I need, I need eight hundred. Can we hurry this up? <laughs> um, so yeah, there's little things in there, but to be fair, I'm probably gonna put it down, play Deus Ex, and uh, yes. I, might, I might pick it back up in about two, in about two months. Yeah. I'll probably pick it when back up again. When you rinse Deus Ex, play it again. Um, oh, uh-huh. when they play the next. When they go, oh, by the way, here's some DLC and you've got to pay for it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, Jim, have you, been, have you been playing it? Oh, I just skipped over Tom. 
Well, no, I, 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 I'm okay. going to come round to Tom. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I did. I've been convinced I wasn't going to buy it, and then like two hours before midnight on the night, I was you like, gave in. No, hype trains got me, and so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I jumped on. But Jim, you're, you're meant to be train. the smart one. The thing that was great is I've got a friend who pre-ordered it months ago, yeah. and then he got his shipping confirmation of his physical copy, and it wasn't going to arrive until like because he was confused about David Medic Man and stuff, so Ooh. he was getting really salty about the fact he didn't have it before release. But I was like. Still get it at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's, it's worth it just for that. It was mm. worth it just for that. Mm. Yeah, That's just, salt. Just so irritated. Um, so it's it's uh, there's something fundamentally wrong with it. I think right, which is um, it's a vast open universe and it gives you freedom, um, and it pretends it gives you choice. Right, it's the setup is kind of here. You are. You can go anywhere you want and do whatever you want problem with having choice is you need information to make a choice. So if you think about like, a GTA game, sure, yeah, you can start yeah. a GTA game, you can go anywhere you want in the GTA world, and they give you a map, and you can look at the map and go, oh, I fancy going over there, I'm going to go try that. There's no sense of that with No Man's Sky. You can't see what you're getting into when you jump to another system. It's just a system, let's go and see what's there. You can't say, oh, shall I go to that one or that one? So you've got no information on either of them. So you're making arbitrary choices and the experience you're given is purely dictated by the random number generator. And you get into a system, and you've got three or four planets. But you don't know what the planets are like. You just have to pick one arbitrarily and go and land on the planet. And then you see what's there. And so there's no real choice. It's like a, a simulation of free will. But actually, you're just bouncing around, looking at what the random number generator tells you to look at next. Mm. That's my problem with okay. it. Uh, I mean, it's a really interesting point that you raised. I, I would say that the whole, I mean, for me, the whole game feels really arbitrary. And I don't mean that in sort of like a flippant criticism, but it feels like a lot of the gameplay mechanics have been bolted on are predominantly yeah. just arbitrary. Yeah. You know, they're there for the sake of being there, not because they, they lent yeah. this great... You know, part of me almost wishes that No Man's Sky had, had just not added, like, planet combat, you know? It, 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 it just distracts. In a way, just like there's a narrative element to mm. mechanics. Like, it sort of makes sense in Skyrim that if you get this herb and that herb and put them together, you can make this potion. Mm. It doesn't really make sense. It's still a pretty thinly disguised game mechanic. Yeah. But at least you can believe in it as part of the world. Yeah. I don't get that with the way the recipes in this game work. Yeah, neither do I. It doesn't feel like I mean, just pure that stuff and that stuff and, yeah. should make this thing. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. So well, I mean, one of the points that, that, that um, I, I raised about the website that lists all the things that didn't come to pass in No Man's Sky listed that there would be many, many more elements in the original build of the game. Apparently right. Sean Murray said, you know, oh, we've got X number of elements, like three times the amount that actually made it into the final game. And I think maybe that, there, there was at one point a more, much more fleshed out, much more complex crafting system. Yeah, but it's, it feels like there isn't a hook for you to get into in a kind of like, if you choose to just like submit yourself to the experience, it still keeps taking you out of it. Mm. There's, there's no like sense of this is a, a coherent world to be in. Are you still playing it, or have you have you stopped playing um, it? Okay, so I did a couple of jumps and got to a planet that was just covered in gold. And it was like, okay, this is kind of a bad thing because now I've got no choice but to grind this because this might not happen again for another <laughs> ten jumps. <laughs> yeah, so plenty. It'll, it'll happen. That's like, what I found out eventually. Yeah, yeah, I, found, I found eventually though, but you know, but you didn't know that because it didn't. Get no, I had a similar thing. That planet so, for me was actually named Hammond. <laughs> not even like I, I, named, I, I named it Hammond and that one turned out to be so, so, gold. so I had like pretty early in the game yeah. a really tedious three four hour experience of just like soaking up resources so that wasn't great um, and then I 
jumped a bit more than that. I think it got to the point where I got my first Atlas Pass and mm. then chose to try a Black Hole Jump. And when I jumped in a black hole, my PS4 crashed. Oh, God. And that felt like, to be fair, that's probably really sick simulation. I thought. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> if I jumped into a black hole with a PS4, it probably would stop working. Yeah, it definitely would. So I figured that's the most realistic moment of the game. So so this far, is, this is why Sean Murray is a god of a game developer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm not going back to it since then. Yeah, I mean, once you find like, the planets where it has like the float. Like I called them different names, so you got like floaty orbs and yeah. vortex cubes. I found a planet just full of vortex cubes. I was like, who the hell made these and just left them here? And all I did was because there was loads near this little base, was go around, collect a load, hide in the base till the sentinel stopped looking for me, go back out, collect a load more, and then bugger off back and sell them all. And became a millionaire in like two minutes. And it was like, oh well, that was an easy fucking jump for yeah. it. And yeah, there's, there's I see wow, what you mean. There is such a deep play, gameplay experience. And so many well, of the animals you find aren't actually very interesting. No. There's a lot, like 80% of them look sort of the same and yeah, sort of they do. hideous. Yeah, well, there and was then every even... now and then you get something amazing and, you know, I've seen one thing going like this kind of like, I don't know, like 12 foot tall teddy bear with a beak and mouse ears. Just I saw I saw this like flying goat thing with like tiny wings and I was like that that's just physically impossible. With Lots of them are just yeah. travesties and make yeah. much of the nature. It does take care of Lots and, of them are just <laughs> And see and, and you know as I've said it's it's a real shame that you can't find a planet that you then decide to just stick with yeah. and go you know this will be this will be my planet and I'll just become a space pirate and it just it doesn't allow for that. I mean it's not got that depth to it yet. Um, which is a real shame. And yeah, and I was happy with the idea that, well, maybe this is just like when Minecraft first came out, maybe he's going to get this stuff. And yeah, now mm. he's getting, I've gone, oh, well, yeah, you know, we always said everything was going to be free, but. Maybe that was uh, naive of us. Probably not. So. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think more than likely, probably Sony has probably had a word with him. He's like, I'm not, we're not giving away anything for free. I'd be fine with the idea of playing this for like the eight hours I played it for, putting it away for six months, coming back to it when it's better, playing another eight hours, yeah. putting it away for another six months, and just regularly coming back to see what's new. And, you know, but mm. that's not going to be it. Okay. So Tom? there's no way I'm paying any more money for this twenty quid indie game that I've already spent fifty quid on. I know, right? Like... As as I said, I I just honestly the thing that goes me more than anything is just the thought that they're asking such like if you said to me there's this game called No Man's Sky, it's on Steam Early Access, pay twenty quid for it. This is the state it's at. I'd be like, this is a fucking amazing yeah, yeah, early definitely. access indie game. But like to tell me that it's it's feature complete and it's everything that it, that it's being even now currently marketed as mm. and it's fifty quid. I'm just like that's that's a bit of a travesty. And it's not just like not only did I get suckered in, but most of the people who I know got suckered in. I just feel like that's not on. That's not okay. Fair enough. Tom, have you uh, have you played it? So uh, well, I mean, as a Xbox One owner, uh, as a shit tier console scrub. Uh, I haven't played it personally. Very accurate. Uh, Very accurate. But um, I can uh, I can see why the hype built up because I did get sucked up into it and almost forked out on a PS4 purely for. Oh, you know, it's the best game in the world, Tom. You should exactly. Yeah. Make <laughs> exactly. Go for it. But I can see had they delayed it slightly and altered it ever so slightly, it would have been the best title to launch the PSVR with. If they'd launched. Oh yeah! That wow, that's a good point. PSVR then. Well, imagine who? that. Yeah. No that Man's Sky PSVR. Wow. That, that would have been pretty wow. cool. 10 out of 10. That, you know what? Absolutely. There was a, uh, there Spot was on, a, Golden Boy. There was, there was a video with Sean Murray. It's almost like he works in marketing or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm blown away. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's a great idea. Um, okay, cool. Um, hey, hey. I'll play that a bit more. I want to say we, something. We heard your conversation. Oh, yeah, that's a conversation. All right, all right, go on then. You played some more. So I want to, first thing first, I want to walk back to... The, the fact that I, I alluded that Sean Murray was at all at Randy Pitchford last week. He's not. I, I honestly think that Randy Pitchford is, is, is a piece of shit. I, I got very angry last you week. You did get quite know. angry. I just, I just think that 
Randy Pitchford is is just a liar. He's just an, an unrepentant liar. To he me, makes great games. <laughs> Sean Murray to me is more like Peter Molyneux. I, I honestly believe that Sean Murray, him and his team, they sat down, they saw what No Man's Sky could have been, and they got caught up in their own hype. You know, I, I, I bet you know. To me, that's how it sort of it plays out in you know Hello Game Studio in my head. You know, just like oh my god, we've got this amazing thing. It's beautiful. Look at the kind of stuff we can do for it on this small scale. Imagine if we make it bigger and bigger and we make it multiplayer. It's going to be like one of the most, like, the, the paradigm-shifting games to ever been released. It'll be on, it'll be beyond, you know, Doom. It'll be beyond all those other games that, that changed the gaming industry. And I feel like they are a small team. And probably just like with Peter Molyneux making crazy promises like, oh, if you plant a seed, you'll watch a tree. The tree will have its own life cycle. Who knows what adventures that tree will get into. I bet as time went on, their team went, Sean, multiplayer is really fucking difficult. Um, it's not going to be ready for launch. And, you know, if it had been an independent indie game on Steam, Steam Green, um, on Early Access, they could have said, look, it's not coming for a while. We're doing our best. You know, please buy the game. It's, it's going to come, we promise, maybe six months from now. But they don't. They had a contract with Sony. And whether or not Sony pressured them into meeting that deadline or whether or not Sony didn't, I don't know. I can't comment. But, you know, they had a deadline. They had to meet it. And Even if right now they were still, you know, everything else being equal, if right now they were saying, this is the game as it stands, but it's going to continue to evolve for free, then I would have not beat for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. You know? I mean, I mean, this is... Even I mean, at the £50 price? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, my biggest gripe is, is not with the game itself. I've seen far worse games sold for £50. God yeah. knows I have. Yeah. You know, uh... In, in that regard, No Man's Sky is, is very clearly middle of the road, or even more so. For me, it's the fact that it's still, as I said, there's a website that tells you mm. all the things that it's been marketed as with sources and how many of those are missing. And for me, the galling point is, is that on Steam, it still uses the trailer that has features that do not exist. It still uses screenshots that do not that use features that do not exist and on the PlayStation Store and online. And the worst part is it's, it's just, again... For me, it's just it's just galling when, when the developer or the publisher are not honest. If Sean Murray just came out and said, look, it's coming, multiplayer's coming later, just like Jim, I'd be like, fair enough, that's good to know. Maybe I'll pick it up and see what the fuss is about and I'll keep it on my shelf until later, because I did that with Destiny. Maybe I'll pick it up later when it's got all those extra features. Great, fine, fantastic. And I, I drop my hands and go, no, you can't all meet deadlines. That's a sad fact of life. But for him to sort of constantly skirt questions where like, Sean Murray, is there or is there not a multiplayer? Oh, I can't believe the two of our guys, like, man, that's crazy, what? Like, no direct answer to the question. And just constantly skirting, like, the tough, the sort of, you know, these fans who very much were tricked by marketing, regardless of how much he had or didn't have input into that, coming to him and saying, Sean, you have the opportunity. Well, not direct sense, but it's basically, Sean, you have the opportunity to be honest with your fans, honest with the people who believed in your vision that as you painted it and tell them exactly what it is they've got and even, and yeah, maybe embellish it and say what it might be in the future, but at least tell them the truth about what it is that they've bought. What is the value proposition as it stands? And he just won't do it. And obviously the PR companies are not going to do it. Obviously Sony's not going to do it. Obviously Steam isn't going to do it. And as a result, we've we've you know fans who who bought No Man's Sky expecting, and the fan base really annoys me as well because fans who bought it expecting something based on the marketing advertising, when they speak out and say, "Oh, I feel really let down and really burnt," all these like No Man's Sky fans say, "Well, why can't you just love it for what it is?" It's just like because I didn't buy it for what it actually is. I bought it for what I was told it was gonna be, and I think that's a legitimate criticism. And like, it really frustrates it, it frustrates me. It frustrates me 
<laughs> to know. Does it? it, it honestly, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm too frustrated. My frustra- uh, my salt levels salt are max. Salt is much more than convention. It just it just frustrates me. The fact that someone as as nice, seeming as nice as Sean Murray and, and an indie game studio would still treat us, would still treat consumers like crap, like the big boys do. EA, EA constantly pull the shit. So do Ubisoft. To have someone come out and 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 really passionate, you know, do you remember when Unraveled was was talked about at E three? Yeah. A lot of people felt really connected to this guy who went out there, talked about something very personal to him you know this this game that he was designing and, and obviously something that he really cared about and because of that Unraveled I think was a, was a bigger success than it would have been because yeah, yeah, we were sold on the passion and the dream of this man Sean Murray did the same thing and I'm not saying that he, he was lying and I'm not saying that he didn't believe in it but we basically at least some people believed in the dream that he sold us and we've been let down and he hasn't even said I'm sorry and for me, that is that is the real kicker. This is uh, an, an impassioned speech. Yeah. He's safe for president. Though. Hey, man. I, <laughs> I, I, say I, I believe in consumer rights. I, I believe that, you know, if you buy something without researching it, you know, caveat emptor, buy everywhere. If you buy something without researching it first and then you complain, well, tough, you know, the responsibility is on you. Mm. If you buy Duke Nukem forever without first reading the reviews, <laughs> without first watching the trades and seeing what it was like, like yeah. and without first seeing what kind of person Randy Pitchford is, and you buy it today, well, oh, mate, that's that's your fault, you know? I mean, that's on As you. As it happens, I did buy Duke Nukem Forever within the last three weeks. Oh, yeah? Thanks, you to, my, thanks to my bundle addiction. Oh, really? Like, yeah, oh, geez. I paid a dollar and got that. Oh, well, it's worth, it's worth about I'm that. I'm not installed yet. Did anyone play Proteus? Yes, no, I did. No, actually. Because this is so similar. It's like it Proteus is. is like a cute, probably like 64K game. You can pick it up for a couple of quid. Right, it's okay. just, it drops you on a procedurally generated island. You go around, look at the wildlife. There's bunnies, you can chase the bunnies. There's frogs, you can chase the frogs. It's good and, fun. and there is an element it's of nice. mystery to it. Every now and again, you see something weird. Where you're yeah, like, what is that? There'll be like a thing in the distance, and you'll go, oh, that looks like an interesting thing. I'm going to go look at it. And it'll yeah. be a, a circle of standing stones or some like castle. Like, there's just stuff yeah. to go and see. Right, and okay. this game has never said it's anything more than. Is randomly generated an exploration and it costs it costs all of five pounds yeah at most and, okay and it's yeah. great I would really recommend I'll check that out actually. refund no man's sky Proteus I 100% okay. agree with you okay. well the, the other problem with it is that every base is the same once you once you've yes. figured out five of the things that you've got to work out yeah you know it instantly. Absolutely. I don't even have to think. Yeah. Oh, what's this? What's this question? What's this little kind of uh, quiz yeah. that I've now got to figure out? I know the answer straight away. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at I've, it, and I'm like, oh, I've, come on. I've never been. I've never been shocked by monoliths. I've never been shocked by anything. Yeah. In fact, th- there's a scene that I watched just before coming in here uh, from the original 2014 trailer, um, where um, he lands a spaceship. He turns around, and there is a monolith that I've never seen the design for in the actual game with a swirling sort oh, of the watery, swirling black stuff yeah, the swirling black stuff. he steps there. through it and he comes out a monolith on a completely different planet yeah as far as I'm aware that does not exist in the game I'll tell you what, tell you what does give me I don't the, remember uh, that actually in the trailer yeah I'm yeah I'll, I'll show you the trailer again yeah. afterwards it's, it's, it's actually quite what does what give me the chills every time I do it is going through the wormhole I, yeah. love, I love the whole going up to it and you're like shit mainly because like we, we've watched a lot of sci-fi programs and watching yeah. this stuff by like going through wormholes and you you actually be like oh my god you're going near it you're going near it all of a sudden bang yeah. and that, that that's nice but it's not worth 50 quid yeah right. <laughs> I mean I'll tell you what I, I, I would I would I would stop going on about No Man's Sky I would stop being salty about it if they took down the false advertising materials which I think is is the bare minimum mm. 
and Sean Murray was just op- open and honest about what the game is. But what we're, it might we're getting back into be. you. And then that's I, did, it. I found a base. Yeah. I was underwater. I couldn't find a door. That was interesting. I couldn't get into it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a problem with procedurals. Does anybody generated? know how to open them? Is that a you, door? you find a door and then you shoot it? Yeah. Is it one that no, you could just, just a lock door? Oh, just didn't have a door. Just didn't have a door. Went all around all the time. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool thing. It's actually another bug. I was I was disappointed that there's no cities. You know, we almost we almost captured his ship, and I had to almost make him walk across the planet for three hours because he landed on top of a tree that's beautiful mate and then I was like oh I'll just shoot the tree down oh, no it fully well and the, the ship, ship is just yeah the ship does not drop because there's no physics shoot, yeah there's no physics and then oh. he's like how do I get to that and I managed to get it so you could just jet pack up to it hold down the hold on screen quickly <laughs> get to it otherwise he'd have lost his ship and everything yeah. anyway, I don't, anyway yeah <laughs> I'm just going to keep going in circles if we I'm don't. going to move on okay, fine, yeah, um, I'm going to move on at this point no no it's fine you actually had a very very Pointed mm. speech there that was that was very good. Um, well done. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dad. That's all right. Do you love me now? Um, I want to move on to uh, let's get personal. Yeah. <laughs> What's the question? I forgot. The question is best designed console. Oh shit! You can include oh, yeah. controller specs too, or just pure aesthetic. Cool. So yeah, I don't know. Shall I pass it around to you first, Jim? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he's probably played on more consoles. Uh, yeah, best design console. Yeah. Are, are we including like computers like the Amiga in this, or is it you can, in, Yeah, anything you okay. want, really. Cool. In terms of things that you know just look beautiful, um, the PS One O N E One, the small design one. mini P- PlayStation Right. Okay. One, yeah. Which was just like that small round, yeah. like beautiful thing. Yeah. I think that's still the nicest thing to have in here. Okay. Just the mm. Okay. Um, although I'm saying that, and I'm suddenly getting a vague memory of like a while ago, me and you were looking at some retro consoles, and there was some crazy we were, orange yeah. thing that we'd never even seen before that was just lush. Yeah. I might have to pull that up again because I forgot what it was. Yeah. Look it up because I remember that one, and I was yeah. like, Are you going to spit that one out? No, 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 uh, no, no. So just in terms of like having a thing to look at, I think that PS One. Okay. Even though it still have like dual shocks plugged into it, which is very upsetting. But yeah, just the curves of it, it just it really reminded me of. Um, you know, the Mazda MX-5. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about cars, but it's just, it was the same sort of, like, it looked like you could just put it in your mouth. I wasn't expecting you to go there. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, you wouldn't with me. No. Uh, well, that was, like, when I had my little phase, age 13 or something, of, like, looking at pictures of sports cars, and, oh, look, there's a Testarossa, that's nice. And, and yeah, Mazda MX-5. I don't even know what Testarossa All the ladies walking will love me. I think it was an early 90s Ferrari. Was it? Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, oh, um, yeah right, just a lot, a look nice. up that other one then. I will look that up. Yeah, look, up, also, look it up. So that's pure aesthetics, like what it looks like right. as an object. Um, in terms of best designed console for being just a lovely piece of hardware, mm. I think it's my first gen Vita. I think it's just mm. it's, it's just a gorgeous machine that works incredibly well at doing what it's meant to do. Mm. It's got slightly esoteric but still completely usable interface. Mm. It's just. And yeah, the screen is the best screen on any device it really I've is. ever owned. It's yeah, it's a great screen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Respect yeah. to Jim for this Vita, love. doesn't get enough. I do love the Vita yeah. a lot. And yeah. I still use it a lot. Yeah, And not just for PS Plus freebies either. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, have a think. Uh, have a Google yeah, of yeah, that other one, and then we'll move on to Issei. Hello. He's allowed to use his Hello. Um, so, well, that's because <laughs> he's not getting called by some chick, yeah? With, with it on vibrate. I've turned off the vibrator. Well, regardless. Um, anyway, so my, my hmm, that's difficult. Cause, I mean, you say I it's mean, difficult. 
you had the itinerary for this podcast yeah. with this question on before you came in. No, no, no. I've, I've got something in mind, but you know, Jim's now thrown it in the in a span of the works by saying aesthetic best one and other best one, okay. feature best one. Okay. So I've owned I'm surely not as much as Jim, but I've owned quite a few consoles in the day because I was very stupid with my money. So I even owned a, a Virtual Boy. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, that failed headset from from Nintendo. <laughs> I can tell you one thing: that's not it. That is really not it. Um, Virtual Boy is the only retro console I own and, um, you know, probably 60% complete on my game collection and I love it. Really? Love it. See, I bought it when I was quite like a young teenager. I traded in my N64 for it. <laughs> oh, God. Why did you do that? <laughs> that, that I, I believed in Nintendo. That's why I'm sorry about them these days. Like, <laughs> I've been burned by Nintendo before. I know that you can't really trust them. Um, okay. And I remember I was young, so actually wearing it hurt my neck. Um, I wasn't allowed. You don't mean to wear it. What, the Virtual Boy? You didn't like strap it to your head. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dude. That's not oh, how it works. No, you yeah, I know it's quite. Th- I know, yeah, but that one also <laughs> give me like back pains. I'd be like hunched no, over. You don't get back pains when you're like eight. Nobody gets that. Okay, well, you're strapping anyway. it to your head. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, what I, what I finally <laughs> console. What I finally ended up doing was like strapping it to my head, lying down in bed, just looking straight up, and then my parents would just be like, "The fuck are you doing with that thing on your face?" And I'd be like, "Ah, oh, is good." <laughs> um, console. I think for pure aesthetics, I'm gonna go gym okay. style. I have to say the Sega Mega Drive. Really? Just yeah, I really liked it. The Mega Drive. I mean, of all the consoles I've owned, I like the most. I know. Original original Mega Drive or Mega Drive Two? No, Mega Drive Two. Sorry, Mega Drive Two. Mega Drive Two. Not the Mega Drive One because that was all like boxy. Mega Drive Two was the one with sort of the rounded edges. And again, it it reminded me of of a sports car. Actually, that's a good point. Um, I mean, yeah, PS Four looks nice. Xbox One looks like a VCR. I never really liked the look of the PS Three or Three Sixty was all right. But I think functionality-wise, my my so, Sega Mega Drive Two for the for the look of it. Functionality-wise, uh, either the Game Boy Pocket, mm. which was just for me. I, I had the original Game Boy. That thing was super clunky. I remember the day my Japanese uh, relatives sent over a Game Boy Pocket. Fit in my fucking pocket. It did everything it needed to do, which was just be yeah, portable, I and I, I could play and, exactly, and I could play Pokemon Red in Japanese without understanding any of it. Well, my school friends were like, "That looks stupid," and I'm like, "Just you wait." The hype's going to pick up on this, I'm telling you. <laughs> and then after that, um, Game Boy Advance SP. Because I also owned the Game Boy Advance, and I still got one at home. And its screen is not backlit, you know. Mm-hmm. It takes batteries, which is all right. Um, but when I got my Game Boy Advance SP, flipping it open, it has all the buttons you need. You can turn the backlight on and off, depending on how sunny the day is. It's got a backlight. It, had, it was one of the first handheld consoles to have that sort of plug it in and recharge yeah. it that way. You know, without having to constantly source for like X, you know, uh, okay. cool. batteries. So yeah, um, Mega Drive Two, and then either Game Boy Pocket or Game Boy Advance SP. Okay, Tom. So let's talk about the Ouya. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shit. Uh, I. Uh, it's a smartphone. That'll go down well. <laughs> in all seriousness, um, for functionality, uh, purely for its place in history, for me personally, it has to be the PS Two. Uh, because it meant that I could get a DVD player for so much cheaper than a le- genuine, legitimate uh, DVD player. Okay. Uh, it had arguably the best fleshed-out games catalogue on of any console the ever, one, in my opinion. Uh, aesthetics-wise, again, it's a love-or-hate situation, but I personally really love the GameCube. I think the GameCube is a really, really nice, solid design. Um, it's 
there's, there's nothing flashy about it. It is just a box. Everything's just the way it should be. And having four ports for controllers, again, um, coming from a console that um, you needed a multi-tab to do that, to have that all built in, again, was just one point. One point. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, i got to say, actually, um, the DVD feature was how I convinced my mum to buy the PS2. Right. Without realizing it was a games console, <laughs> only, only afterwards did she find out she was fucking angry. <laughs> and I was just like, "What are you gonna do? You gonna get with the DVD player? I'd like to see you try. Where are you gonna sell it?" Um, um, yeah. I, I mean, as I was saying um, earlier, I mean, I've been gaming since NES. Um, the the best one I, I like the look of, and probably because it holds so much childhood memories for me, is the SNES. Mm. Um, okay. Like like, like the Mega Drive Two, yeah. it was just a sleek, curved little round thing. It's got that front end looking like a you know a proper Ferrari front end. That beautiful jet button. That, oh, that does big not look like a Ferrari. Oh my god! It was gorgeous. Yeah, I think, it looks like a I think you're letting your emotions <laughs> guide you. That and just not and true. if no, you left it in the sun for too long, it turned yellow. It did. <laughs> but it but it was cool, and that big ass jet button was amazing. Get my game out. Come to the end of that. Sorry, sorry. No, I just right. found it. The Have you thing, found it? The thing that me and Bailey were looking at months ago is it's basically Nintendo's version of a Pong machine. Look at that! Wow! Well, beautiful. Our viewers can't look at it. That, is, that is pretty good. So that's look 1979. Up. It's a Nintendo look, Pong machine. Nintendo uh, oh, wait, I can, I, I can read the Japanese. It says Okama Game Sphere. That's really? what it is. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not what it's Sad fucker. Okama Game Sphere! It's orange and it's lovely. Yeah. I don't want one. <laughs> Right, um, I got that. Yeah. Any others? I think. I oh, think. Shit, shit, shit! I'm wrong. It's not even a pong machine. It's a breakout machine. It just clones a breakout. Whoa. That's even better. What? Jesus! Wow. Yeah, it's just called the Nintendo TV Game Series. That seems to be. A TV <laughs> game. Oh, it's good to see that that went really well and was really popular. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I suppose for functionality and. I mean, it doesn't have to be just you know this aesthetic and functionality thing. My my favorite console of all time, uh, which I'm probably going to be slating, is the Xbox 360. You okay. twat. Um, <laughs> that was cold. I mean, I had a, I was I had a PS2. I, was I had a PS2, but you stole the PS2, so I can't say PS2. Um, and yeah, I had loads and loads of games for the PS2, and I loved the PS2. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Xbox 360 um, really was, to me, a, hmm. a full next-gen console. Yeah. You know, like, well, okay, we've got the Xbox One and all the rest of it now, but they're still a little samey. Um, whereas the Xbox 360 kind of definitely pulled everything into the yeah, it crapped all over yeah, the I Xbox mean, original. Really it's like yeah. Um, yeah, the way it was kind of like huge. Yeah, achievements um, were a big deal. Like, yeah, really yeah, that, that, that was the way to keep the guy playing. No one wanted yeah. to finish the game because you wanted to have the that, achievements. But also the way it kind of made all your games into one big game. You know, it was like yeah. this meta game of like <laughs> gamer score. Really made a big difference to me. That made me play a lot more games. Than and then uh, I never caught on to me. I, I knew what they were doing. I was yeah. like, stop engaging the dopamine receptors. No, <laughs> bastards. No, I, it I loved it. it. And then uh, and then it red winged. Um, yeah. And then, oh, great! Great like, console, like, is it? Okay. But, but that was that was the thing. Will Will your console make it to the end of the game? Who knows? Which will die first, like you or your console? <laughs> it's just, you know, last generation. I think I think it's a tough one to but, beat because of that. It was so. It was the generation that was so obviously the step into the future. Yeah. Like the step from PlayStation Two and Xbox Original to like. PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. 1080p, just smashing out the park. Insane. And also the, the extent to which it evolved over its lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the interface of original 360 compared to... Like, oh, the little slide. I missed the blades. Blades, yeah. Blades were great. I remember yeah. um, I, I'd started 
doing aside working in the job I currently do now, but I was like testing all the consoles, and I hadn't had uh, a three sixty for like I think two years, so I hadn't seen the new upgrade. Okay. And then I started play. Uh, it turned it on, and I was like. What the hell have they done here? I'm looking for a way to turn it back. Because yeah. I didn't blades. understand it <laughs> until I suddenly realised, oh no, this is the new design. This is the way it yeah. is. Um, I remember I, I turned on my PlayStation 3 for the first time. I didn't get until quite a few few years after its launch. And hearing that violin play, I was like, oh yeah. Oh, the, the orchestra yeah, the tuning up. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah. I always liked that. Yeah, yeah. That's I always good. really liked that. thought it was a nice touch. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, here's the symphony just tuning itself. Exactly. You know? um, as go, for myself... Go on, Bailey, let's hear this. Um... One of my favourite consoles to look at um, aesthetically is the Game Boy Advance SP. Um, mm, it's because nice. it... The tribal one specifically, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, I like, I like that, you know, with folding it in half, you know, you can, you know, it, it's so easy to fit and carry around. It, in terms of its buttons, you know, you've got, what, a D-pad, two buttons... And start and select. And start and select, that's and that's it. all you need to play some really, really great games. Mm. And and I and and the backlight as well, and like you said, the charging. And I think for me, it's a really, really nice designed package. Like it didn't try to be anything. It's not, you know. Yeah. It's just it was just really great of, of what it was. Yeah. Basically, didn't add a stupid second screen. No, no, no. Although I did, I did like the the S light. I thought that was a very, was, very yeah. good redesign of what was a awfully clunky yeah. first um, console um, I would also go with what Thomas said as well about the GameCube um, I do love the way the GameCube looks but I'm going to take it one further um, I love the way the Panasonic Q looks um, the Panasonic Q to me um, when I first saw that I was like oh my god this looks like the future like it like looks like it's all silver had blue lights on it you know and it was a DVD player as well um, so and, and I'm the one who vapes, am I? <laughs> what? Why? What? What's What's wrong That's with the Panasonic Q? It was a big fucking ugly mess. <laughs> but it looked like the future. It looked uh, like it should be in Blade Runner or something. Well, at least nobody said GameCube. That's just a horrible misunderstanding. Well, the GameCube. He said the GameCube. Tom said GameCube. We both said GameCube. Oh, we both. Trying, I was sorry. I was busy googling. <laughs> <laughs> you like the GameCube, Jesus? Yeah, I like the GameCube. It's not even a cube, right? Because it's flatter than it is wide and deep. Exactly. So that's irritating. <laughs> that handle on the back is ridiculous. Who ever picked that up and took it to the friend's house? Anybody? No. Ever. No. I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, but that console still I mean, works. Ben, you might as well just say like the Philips CDR. Anything. Right. That, that thing can kind of take a cube. beating and it still That's works. true. Okay, I'm talking about what it looks like. But yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, I love Man- the manufacturing. Wise. The GameCube has some awesome games, and yeah, yeah I love the time with it. And Resident Evil 4, yeah. I don't wrong. But the GameCube has the greatest controller of all time. And one of the greatest games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, it I does. Look, I look at the orange one. That orange one looks quite nice. <laughs> the orange one's the worst. Um, well, as for I'm any others, um, I, I really, really like, um, in, terms of, in terms of its use, um, and you and I spoke about this, I think, last week. Um, the Neo, Neo Geo Pocket and, and Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah. The the control stick on that is it's a micro switch control stick. Yeah. And I've yeah, got a picture so, of it up right now, actually. And it's it's a that's a big screen for really, for, for the time. Yeah, that's yeah, a it's a really wow. really great. And the thing with that stick is it was like it was justifiably divisive at the time because it's perfect for what the console's made for, which is playing SNK beat em ups. Yeah, mm. and it's kind of not great for a lot of other things. Like, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's, if you want, you know, and I'm not into BMOS, but if you're into BMOS and specifically SNK ones, then that machine with that stick is just fantastic. Yeah. Right, we've got to move this on because um, we are probably, this is probably going to be the longest running podcast. Right. Wonders one. I really like the Wonders one. I, I hate the Wonders one. I think Wonders it's ugly as sin. It's ugly, but it's ugly. Yeah, I used to, no, I'm not saying that I like the look of it. I used to play Digimon because Digimon was only ever released in Japanese back in the day on Wonders one. Right, so what about Engage? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, look, if you go like the shtick doesn't work if you go to like the worst thing that was ever made, right? I'm gonna move it on to show us what you got because, like I said, we are at one hour 40 minutes currently. Okay. Jeez, yeah, surely nobody's still listening to this. Yeah, well, he's gonna edit you. it down. Um, yeah, just make well, I'm gonna fast forward your songs around. Yeah, and that's minutes. why Short <laughs> is literally Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> right, so show us what you got. Um, as as I've said before, this does not have to be something mm. brand Anime? new. Manga. Hmm. Um, this can be something just that you've enjoyed it in at some point in the past or still enjoy. Like Banjo Kazooie. Like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> fucking chewy. Um, Andy. Something that I'm still enjoying. Right, okay. Um, it, it's hard to say, I mean... What? Yeah, I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's coming! He knew it was coming as well. No, you know, coming. this is the first week when I've got something prepared. What? Why do you do this to me? Because <laughs> if we don't, then everything goes smoothly and then That's you're true. happy. So and you love editing. Don't pretend like you don't. Tom. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I don't know if anyone's mentioned it because um, yeah, I did list it last week. Oh, you son bitch! If you say anime, it's, it's not going to be anime. It's going to be Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> it's going to be Banjo Tooie. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, uh, I've um, been uh, plowing through the podcast. Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, I don't know if anyone's. I heard of used that. to listen to it. I, I stopped after episode fifty. That's near enough where I'm at to uh, yeah. up to. Um, it's essentially a it's a fictional um, serial narrative, um, which is uh, the best way to describe it is it's if there was national public radio in the uh, town of, of Twin Peaks. Yes. Uh, it's, Perfect. It's this. It's all um, read by this very nice baritone uh, newsreader, uh, reporting on these weird. Uh, Weird events of this uh, small American desert community where every paranormal and every conspiracy theory and every strange occurrence that you can think of is real. And right. But it isn't just real, but it's commonplace. And they all get mentioned in the same vein as a PTA meeting or um, a, like a school fair. Like Erie, Indiana or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. And it, it's really interesting stuff. Like, because it's not just him reporting, it's him talking about adverts, him doing yeah. So it's just like, oh, just this just in from the from the mayor's office. We'd like to remember remind people, do not go into the dog park. Yeah. Please avoid the dog park. <laughs> okay. Okay. But if this, you see robed figures in the dog park, you are not too This sounds fantastic. It is, it is really good. Put it this way, uh, for the past few weeks uh, worth of episodes, it's been the mayoral elections. No, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. I'm gonna check this out. So. Uh, well I'm not gonna spoil it because um, There's no narrative that it follows. Yeah, okay. if it, it's a very, very loose narrative. Uh, but essentially, the two candidates running for mayor um, are a gentleman called Hiram McDaniels. Oh, Hiram McDaniels! Who's a five-headed dragon. <laughs> and yeah. the faceless old woman who secretly lives in all of our homes. Yeah. 
And those two are the two people running for men. But weirdly enough, the uh, voice of the face of Todd woman who secretly lives in all of our homes is the girl who played Matilda in the movie Matilda. Oh, wow. Which is really I weird. mean, the, the way that it really, it's really sold is that he delivers it, the, the guy, what's his name? Um, uh, Cecil. Cecil, Cecil Baldwin, right? Yeah. yeah. He delivers it so deadpan, like just right, okay. so deadpan, like it's like it's work, work a day. Mm. It's fantastic. Uh, and, yeah, I'm totally going to check this out. Yeah, and yeah. at the end, so, they've always got a really, they've, they've always got a really good indie band at the end yeah, as well. That the, plays the weather. Out the thing, the, yeah. They always, uh, break to the weather and it's just a random indie band that has nothing uh, pertinent to the plot or anything it's just a band who can submit their own work exactly. um, oh, but cool. as the podcast has got bigger bigger bands have uh, featured on there like um, uh, The Mountain Goats okay. and uh, Against Me yeah um, so um, it's yeah, I have very been, multimedia. I have been meaning to pick it up back up again. It is really good. Okay. It's, yeah, it's and they've even broken into. They've written a full length novel, the two creators, which um, I'm currently reading as well, which is fantastic. And they do a live show, which they tour around America and the UK, which is uh, around London and Brighton. I think it's October or November. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to trying to find someone to go with. So if one of you guys wants to pick it up, then uh, yeah. make a road trip. I mean. Cool. Like I, oh man, don't they have? Don't all of their interns eventually die in weird ways? Like, uh, most of them. Yeah, most yeah, of most, them, yeah, it's really most great. Most of the uh, radio interns. Yeah. Okay, it's really good. Yeah, definitely. You um, say? I'd recommend the Strain. Uh, the Strain is a TV series of which there are two seasons. There's going to be a third one. Oh, I've been watching that. Yep. Uh, it's it is basically a vampire drama. Not drama. That makes it sound like True Blood. It's like a vampire gothic horror drama, written. Um, and directed by um, Guillermo del Toro from uh, a series of books that he actually co-wrote with another guy called Billy the Bull, as I like to call it. Billy the Bull, Billy the Bull. Um, it's it's just really good, you know. It's um, you know, it's um, it's paced well enough. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not it's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I had a really weird thing with the train. Yeah. I watched episode one. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, could totally see how people might not because it has an element of cheese to it, but it was still had it was my yeah. tea. That's why I just never got around to carrying on with it. You know so what? There a, lot, a lot of people do the same thing. I, I watched the first episode and went, well, that's really good. I'm going to come back to it. And I didn't for months. And I came back to it and I was like, uh, yeah. but as it goes on, it hooks you more and more. I think I think the reason why is because at its core, it's 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 a it's a character piece. You know, the vampires are there. Um, but as the story goes on, it's more about the characters. And yeah. they don't really <clears throat> shine through in the first first episode you know you start to really care about Ephraim who's the doctor the main character and his relationship with his family as it goes on who's um, the old guy is that David uh, Whittaker is that, is it that is him actor? yeah the guy who plays um, you know from Harry Game Potter. of Thrones as well he plays uh, Walder Frey yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, yeah he's great and yeah, he, he's really good was, uh, he plays a, a guy called Satrakian that's it Satrakian um, and it, it's just you know, it's hard because like I, I feel like I live in this world where I'm saturated by really amazing television like Better Call Saul and um, Breaking Bad. And I want to say The Strain is really, really, really good. But that's how I describe Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And it's not as good as those, but it's still really decent it's television. It's, 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 it's good, solid, yeah. enjoyable. Exactly. That's okay. exactly it. And, you know, it's got it's got a really interesting take on like the whole like Nosferatu vampire legend. You know, like a lot of people... They just don't bother. They don't. They don't bother rewriting the mythology, or they borrow really heavy. It's like True Blood and Vampire Diaries. It's just like Blair vampires. You know, um, one, one of those terrible movies. <laughs> Twilight. Tell you really watched Twi- them. Yeah, Twilight. Twilight changes vampires in a really superficial way. Like you know, it's Blair vampires. It's a, it's good on TV. Um, you know, Guillermo del Toro's got a really sort of. You can tell Guillermo del Toro has got a really sort of like complex, very sort of 
out their imagination. So he takes that and he applies it to the sort of the, the classic myth of the Nosferatu, and he comes up with some really good stuff, to be honest. You know, um, so yeah, I definitely recommend that. Um, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You really scared me with that last one. <laughs> right. Um, well, I was kind of reminded this week of the thing that I'm sort of interested in. I've been, in, and I've been enjoying for like the last year or so, I guess. Um, maybe a bit less. Uh, it's not super obscure. It's comics. It's um, the current run of Star Wars comics that have been released by okay. Marvel, which are part of the new canon because obviously yep. Star Wars threw out all the expanded universe and said, right, from now on. Right, you've got to pay for new stuff. Yeah. Mm. But thankfully for me, I never bought any expanded universe stuff anyway so it's quite nice to be able to come in at day one and say okay this is true canon it's all real everything happened um, and some of the comic stuff is really good at the moment and some of it isn't so I kind of feel like I should go into detail so right um, there's two current ongoing series which are one that's just called Star Wars and one that's called it's not called Blair (laughs) 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 and one's called Darth Vader they've been going since this series set off and it's still going they're the ones I got volume three delivered on this week because that were mine. Um, there's also been like little side stories that have been like a few issues each. So there's a C3PO story, there's a single issue, but it's a story of how C3PO gets his red arm. Cute little right, okay. Okay. Um, cool. There's uh, a Chewbacca one, which is pretty shit. There's a uh, <laughs> Princess Leia one, which is an okay story with some bad artwork because they're all done by different people. So right, there's okay. like massive gulfs in quality. There's a Lando-specific backstory. That was the one that I was really impressed with. I thought the Lando one was fantastic. Is it Um, all official canon? Everything's canon. Oh, wow, cool. But yeah, so the ongoing Star Wars and Vader ones, they're in between episodes four and five, Mm. filling in the big chunk there. Um, And I can't remember who's writing the Star Wars one. That's kind of like good, pulpy, kind of, this is just fun sci-fi. The Vader stuff's just brilliant. It's written by Kieran Gillen, who's uh, an English guy who's like, he keeps popping up on my Facebook thing because he's a friend of a friend and so I've seen him comments oh, really? and it's like oh yeah, cool yeah, uh, I love it. That's, like, that's him that's him I like him um, <laughs> but yeah and the Vader stuff is just what's really good about it is it's making Darth Vader fucking terrifying again like some of the stuff good, he, he makes needs Vader to do yeah. like Vader just becomes too much of an icon to be scary when he became Anakin stuff, it was just not scary anymore. well that as well yeah. but the stuff he's doing in this just like the, you know there'll be little like couple of pages where he's just being really fucking nasty and it's like he's scary Oh. It's great to have Vader be frightening again. So. Yeah, okay. So okay. I'd recommend, I mean, yeah, yeah, the other thing that's a pain in the ass, right, is if you buy them in trade paperbacks, you need to keep Wikipedia open so it tells you what order to read the issues in because, like, you can buy volume one of Star Wars and volume one of Vader, and if you just read that one and then read that one, you'll get the story all wrong because you've got to read, like, issue one of that, then issue one and two of this, then issue two of that, and then issue three, and that, it's just it's ridiculous. So okay, keep an eye on the chronology. Okay, yeah. okay. But, yeah, really good. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, as for myself, um, this is something that I just want to say in advance. Um, I, as a disclaimer, um, I completely found on my own with no help from anybody else. Um, a band called Power Glove. Um, now, I had no help in finding this band. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, it's really, really good sort of um, 80s retro synth um, music, lots of video game stuff in there, uh, like eight, eight, uh, chip tune stuff as well a little bit. Um, 
And they also did the soundtrack to Blood Dragon as well, um, which had a great soundtrack. How can you claim um, that you found them independently with no help from anybody else when you found them from a game? I might have, I might have found them. played the soundtrack of in the office loads because we all loved it. I, I, I don't think I was here for that. And, right. uh, and yes. Tom might have been the one that actually put me onto these guys. Fair so yeah, that's kind of that's that's what I would say. Just go check those out. They're on Spotify, and they've got two EPs, and obviously the the soundtrack stuff as well. Um, it's definitely worth a, a listen to. Um, Unless you try to get it by buying Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is not worth it. Is it not? Trials of the Blood Dragon is fucking dreadful. Um, yeah, it's not good. No. Mm-hmm. I love Trials. I love Blood, Blood Dragon. Put them together, steamy power shit. Really? Yeah. Put them together. What have you got? Well, you know what? No, if it had been just those two together, just a trials game in the style of Blood Dragon would have been great. So what is it? It's a trials game. Yeah. For maybe a third of it, and then it's a shit platformer in the trials engine, and a shit remote control car driving (laughs) game in the trials engine, and a shit jetpack hovering around game in the trials engine. That does sound kind of. It's just like why waste so much of your runtime on stuff nobody wants to do? We want a motorbike going over. 80s yeah. like Don't they make you do like running and shooting? Just terrible, sections. terrible sections. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Andy, what about you? Um, I actually found out recently that they're putting they've put Fahrenheit, the original uh, PS2 game, onto the PS4. Now. Yeah, but that's like David Cage. He's a terrible. It's, it, it's a great game. So, you, so you're recommending Fahrenheit? Yeah, definitely go out and play Fahrenheit. It's if people don't know, um, it's the same people who made like Heavy Rain and yeah. uh, Beyond Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls, yeah, Beyond yeah, Two yeah, Souls yeah. as well, um, and currently going to be doing the uh, Detroit. Detroit, yeah, yeah, it's coming yeah, up yeah. as well. Talent um, and it was the first time they'd ever kind of obviously done something on this scale, and it was really good, and I loved it playing it. But isn't there a scene where you're fighting like space zombie insects? It, it is all well, yeah, it's all like weird <laughs> insects and zombies and just stuff yeah. kind of going on in it. But it's it's done in a way that it's still within the game's context yeah. um, and still what you would expect. So See, I really like David Cage's games, but someone wants to point out to me that the, all the women in his games play like a really weird, like always play the same really weird roles, which is like companionship and sexual comfort to the main character. Yeah, definitely yeah, in Fahrenheit. Mm, yeah. And also in Heavy Rain where she's just like, oh, your son's missing and you're beating up. Sexy sex time. Oh, right. And beyond as well, because isn't that a female lead? Is she still? Well, she. I've not played any. There are some really sort of like dodgy parts where it's just basically like, go goes, like, main main character, go goes into a bar, I need some help. Guy's just like, it's raping time! <laughs> Throws her onto a pool table and she's just like, oh, get more. And there's a part where she's like homeless and begging food. And the first guy that she speaks to is like, I'll give you some food. Just starts unzipping his trousers. He's like, you want some food? You know what to do. It's just like, oh, yeah. man. In, fa- in Fahrenheit, the, the uh, ex-girlfriend comes around to collect her boxes, and if you do the story right, you end up sleeping with her as well. Yeah, great. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't sound like my cup of tea. No. I, I nearly boxed. I've never played any of his games. And, um, no, another, you, don't have to do, you don't have to do the sexy, sexy time. That's fine. You can right. Well, no, this is the thing. If you, <laughs> if you don't do the sexy, sexy time in Heavy Rain, and this, so is, sexy, this is something... It's sexy twice. Exactly. <laughs> um, so there's, there's, there's two sexy, sexy... Well, there's three sexy, sexy things with the woman. The way the intro- woman is, uh, Madison Page, Madison Page, um, Madison something. Um, the way she's introduced in in Heavy Rain is that she has a what can only be described as a delusional dream where she's in her apartment in her underwear being chased by random men, and then she wakes up. It's like okay, that's a weird way to introduce a character because it's not touched upon. She doesn't have like a f- you know a fear of being kidnapped or anything like that. Then uh, there's a scene where she goes to a club. 
to get information uh, about um, some a story or some missing kids from that guy Paco Paco that's right Paco um, and she does it by stripping for him you know obviously the amount that you can choose to strip is down to you but you still strip at least a little bit and then there's a part where she's I mean, like, the amount that she strips is down to me right yeah so that's down not really to the case no exactly it's not it's not the amount that I strip no if that was down to me that well, you could strip along yeah, with exactly. me if you wanted yeah Da, da, da. Anyway, <laughs> don't know why that was my stripping music. Da, 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 da. Um, and then the last scene is that she she meets a guy who she doesn't really know the sort of motivations of. She's heard that he's killed his son. And he's on the run. And he's all beaten up. Um, and then she they probably start to make out. And that's the thing: if you turn her down, if you decide to say no, when she leaves the room, she beats herself up over it. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so stupid. Oh, I can't believe it, what was I thinking? Oh, of course he's not interested in me. It, it, it's it's kind of gross, to be quite honest. Um, I think as resident SJW and smart guy, these games <laughs> sound bad yeah. to me. It's right, Jim. You're not the only SJW. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to take your place when you're not here but yeah no it's um I like the games but the, the the element of choice that they present is an illusion and the women always treat you really weirdly in them so you guys just ragged all over Andy's Andy's thing for this week Andy oh, pick sorry, something else come on pick something else Andy pick something else I might buy them anyway because it's cheap on PSN yeah. at the moment Fair it is actually it's really cheap at the moment it's sure, surely you've got something else Andy surely well, you have something else yeah they unfortunately yeah unless you fancy making some uh, epic uh, Star Trek Star Trek models and suggest um, that <laughs> yeah why not I keep, I keep finding Chewie's old stuff and I'm like Chewie what's well, that so mean? what is yeah, it yeah usually I bought him yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he hasn't got him out of the box and he's still left half his we've been in the house now for over a year and he still hasn't finished unpacking everything it's ridiculous my house is exactly the same situation so, yeah. so get, get on with it what is, <laughs> is sorry I'm the motive what is FX sir Ethics, just ethics. Yeah, yeah, just, just just gluing models together. Um, so you basically get them. You get a. So the ones that I used to make would have been like um, DS Nine or Voyager and things like that, and they all come in like little plastic bits, and you glue them all together, and you paint them up bit by bit, and you just create a model. And I used to do cars, which is why I've heard of some cars because I used to have an Ethics MX Five. See, I, I do uh, remember back in the day. I used to make Gundam figurines. Yeah, similar yeah. sort of thing. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it's good to know. So yeah. Um, so yeah, if, you, if you're really bored and you want to get high on glue, go do that. Great. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, that's really it for this week. Um, Andy, say goodbye. See you later. Tom, say goodbye. Goodbye. Issei, say goodbye. Goodbye. Jim, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>